one day I met a cabbage. The cabbage was called Alan. Alan had some lovely shoes and his shoes were made of pastry. Now, Alan didn't really know what to do when he was out raining. So I had to tell Alan that he was wearing the wrong type of pastry shoes because he was wearing puff pastry shoes. And obviously I told him he should be wearing shoe pastry. <laughs> I was just going to let you carry on. Then, <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the ABC of Gaming, episode three. Yes. <laughs> I know we've been away for a while. Um, nothing dodgy, honestly. I haven't been sent down or, you know, sent to the slammer um, um, or anything like that. But anyway, I'm Chris and um, joining me this, well, I can't say this week, this month, this year. Yeah is mr adam parry hello 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 what the fuck are we doing i can't remember how to do this (laughs) me either to be honest with you um this is the second podcast i've done since probably the last one we did may no may. yeah yeah it's been a while it has been a while um and that is down to a number of things i think um should have asked by the way can you hear me okay i can hear you fine oh that sounds good it's all right because i am rocking a new 15 pound headset i've Oof. splashed the boat out on i can't even tell you what hang on hang on it's right okay it is a tech net um and it's you can tell it's posh because it's spelt like tech t-e-c-k Oh, blimey. Yeah. So, and and not like, you know, kind of T E C H, is it? You spell tech? Well, I, I was going to go with uh, for 15 quid, it's going to be spelled T E K because that's really street. Oh, yeah. So, it, it's a tech net. I have no idea what, but I was just looking for a cheapo kind of headset because I, before I was using a Sennheiser Heiser, just a cheapo piece of shit. And it, it I was never really happy before. I used to have like a turtle beach, which I bought years and years ago, uh, which I used to record the same coin and everything else. And I thought it sounded all right, but then it broke. And uh, so I've just been going through different ones and I didn't want to spend a fortune on headsets. Uh, so I've got, I, I thought I'll give this a go. The reviews of it sounded all right. I've had a bit of a play with it and the headset and uh, it's all right. I think it sounds okay. I, uh, I, I haven't, this is the first time I've recorded with it. So if it is shite, then it's my fault entirely. You know, if it's any consolation, you sound exactly the same. <laughs> well, that's positive. Anyway, so um, so yes, we haven't been around for a while, um, and uh, like I said, a number of reasons. Um, well, sh- should we should we go through them? Oh, ben isn't here, by the way. People yeah. guess that from uh, him not speaking. He's just you know he's not just making a dramatic entrance. Um, so, so when you say we're back, you know it's it's. It's not quite well. It is true, but it's not quite the full. It's not the full Monty, is it? No, not all We're of missing us. Missing our sausage. 
Yes, our bender. Uh, he he will be back though. He uh, he sends his apologies for not being able to come uh, tonight. Well, he probably is coming, uh, knowing yeah. knowing what he's up to. The dirty probably twat. filling up some fleshy hole with his love juice. <laughs> <laughs> probably um so yeah yeah but ben's well and uh well it's i think we've all been generally busy uh yeah. with one thing and another i mean let's just uh, sorry let's try and fill in the gap between where were we uh may to november so it's quite a few months uh well first of all we had an amazing summer didn't we yeah it was there was sun which was fucking novel it didn't hang around for like two days it was like felt like months yeah, I'm not a sun person, and um, I, but I don't. I, you must I have loved it then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, I try not to moan too much about it because I know we don't get it very often. But it, we did have an incredibly good summer, you know, yeah. and uh, it was it was awesome. I must admit, um, and I did get used to it. But and I think it's one of those that I turned an, into a massive pussy as soon as it started. <laughs> the temperature drops, even a tiny little bit a couple of degrees i was like fuck me it's cold in it now you know <laughs> so i think i went the other way i kind of got used to the hot weather and and uh you know it, the cold but i still didn't turn our heating on until october because no. I, I can't do that i refuse to do that and if the kids moan or the Kate, uh, my wife moans it's like put a fucking jumper on like, yeah. my, dad, like my dad used to say to me did so. you just go down the charity shop and pick up a load of old blankets and just wrap them around your family and say just fucking deal with it yeah just th just chuck blankets at them and say just yeah. you know the, when you pay for the fucking heating then you can decide when it goes on but uh anyway so yeah summer uh that was that uh so and, and the other thing is you know kind of oh, we didn't record anything in summer uh be, because well there's the thought of sitting down and recording a podcast but it's hot and sweaty it's not fun is it really it, it would have been uncomfortable yeah some which, of them are days it which leads me on to something which i've discovered as a byproduct of the warm weather you know as gentlemen i'm sure well ladies might get this i don't know i you know i haven't asked my wife uh, uh but there are feminine products you know obviously uh, there are i think more feminine products that, than there are you know menonine products or male products or whatever the the term is is it uh, freshening bollock spray it well it's not a spray but it is it's a genuine thing i'm holding it in my hand <laughs> the cream not my bollocks cream yes cream it is and i've discovered it on amazon and you can get it for about i think it's five pounds 75 for a tube uh well well worth it i re highly recommend it uh and it's called below the belt grooming <laughs> okay <laughs> It's a gen it's a real thing. I thought, well, for five quid, I'll I'll test it out. And it is one of the best things I've ever bought. Uh not only Is it a pube styler? No, 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 honestly. Right. So, so the tagline is fresh and dry balls. Um <laughs> after sharing, apply this uh to your balls. Um, and there are different flavors or different types, I should say. Uh, let me tell you Salt what I, vinegar. Yeah, I'm holding the fresh, um, fresh variety in my hand. Uh, I did try a different one. Let me tell you which ones there are. There are. So hang on a second. Below the belt. Uh, and yes, obviously it's hot, and you know men sweat, and one of the sweaties 
places in the body uh, for men is their nuts or the you know i think the nutsack um so yes there is one a uh here we go below, below the belt there's fresh which is good not my favorite but it's good is it, is it minty uh there is cool which i haven't tried but i'm assuming that is kind of like your mint sort of variety and sounds then, stingy to me then there's the one which are the first one I tried, which is called Active. Um, <laughs> and I have to say, it works because at the end of the day, like, you know, when you kind of come home and you get changed and everything else, your balls feel incredibly dry, but not sort of like too dry that they're chafing, but they yeah. feel like, and they honestly, they feel so smooth. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I just kind of, you know, lose myself sometimes just stroking them, just. Sort of marveling at how smooth they actually are um so yeah i'm looking on amazon now the, the fresh variety is five pounds well worth it and then the uh the other two are five pound 95 so and are they not in the black friday sales oh yeah, well that's the other thing i'll come on to in a second because it is black friday the day we record um i mean black friday is a fucking it's a joke isn't it really because i mean yeah. it's started about two weeks ago um yeah. So, uh, yes, have you been uh, ransacking any shops, treading on no. any people's necks to get to, to a new telly? Or... No, to be honest, no. Just, I've avoided the shops, uh, especially like today in the last couple of days, because it, it's, it's horrible. I don't, I don't know why you'd want to do it. There's just millions of people everywhere. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I, I, I think the way that shops are going and high streets and everything else, Black Friday is probably the only thing that's keeping them going, isn't it? You know, probably true, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but uh, no, I, I must admit, I haven't bought anything in Black Friday. I think Black Friday. I mean, I don't know about you, but because uh, there's all those kind of studies and things like that. You know, do, do you actually save any money by buying things on Black Friday as opposed to other times of the year and all that stuff? You can find some bargains. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's one of those that I think was it a novelty like a few years ago for this country because it's more of an american thing isn't it but, but then yeah, yeah. you know as the novelty worn off do people still go mental for it or i think uh... i think they do i think it's surprising. i think i think the bigger the thing you buy obviously the better deal you're probably going to get there's there probably are some decent bargains out there but <clears throat> you know we're coming up to christmas i don't have vast amounts of cash to spend on me yes well particularly yeah so um but yeah black friday so uh what we're going to uh, summer uh, ball cream i've actually done myself a little agenda by the way um Have you? It, well you know just to sort of like make sure i stay on topic so to speak um we had the world cup were you, were you in, into the world cup um yeah that is a good it was a good world cup i mean we, as per usual this country went mad and thought we were going to win it and you know <sighs> looking back i don't think we really played that well overall it's coming home it's not fucking going. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't. No. We beat little teams. We beat little teams. We didn't. When, when we came up against someone half decent, we lost. Oh no! But I, you couldn't help but get swept up in the whole hype of it, and just the World Cup itself. I thought it was oh, amazing. Yeah. I watched most matches. Um, you know, just brilliant. You know, just a real. Just considering that. The hype behind it, you know, sort of just leading up to it was, oh, uh, if you go to Russia, particularly England fans, you're just going to get bummed by a load of um, 
<laughs> extremist Russians uh, who've been training for about four years in a, in the woods to beat people up. Yeah, the art uh, of kicking the shit out of anyone for no reason. Yeah, you know. So, and then when all of that was dispelled, and actually looking at all the the pictures and the footage and the TV and everything, I think I actually quite like to visit Russia based on looking at that. You know, um, Ooh, so... I don't know. It's not a World Cup now. They'd fuck you right over if you went. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so as long as you don't say anything bad against Putin, I think you're right. What could you possibly say against that fucking cunt? <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's, uh, well, yeah, I don't want to receive a, a package in the post, you know, I'd end up with uh, some horrible disease or something. Not that Bring I'm... it on, Russia. Send me everything you've got. <laughs> um, what else has happened? Um, oh, you mentioned this a few, uh, maybe a year or two ago, but... Did, uh... did I? <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I've got a good memory. But somebody um, made me a copy of Insanity, the fitness. Uh, oh right, yeah. Program DVD thing, get fit yeah. in sixty days, and with Sean T and all that. Um, yeah. And uh, so I did that for probably about three weeks. I must admit, I know I, I kind of I stuck to it, but then. When the kids were around more, it was more difficult to do. I, and because yeah. and, and you do need, you don't need loads of room, but you need a, a, quite a bit of room just to sort of like jump around and, you know, do you all your... You don't want to stamp on a stickle brick or anything like that. That'd be painful. No, do do all your shit and everything. And I have to say, I mean, I, I was a little bit sceptical, but it is a fucking good workout. I mean, it's mm. uh, you do sweat um, oh, yeah. quite a lot after you've done a sesh. Uh, but it's... Um, I, and I kind of... I have to say, I mean, it is good and everything, but a whole bite, I don't buy into all the dig deep, you can do this, you know, and all that kind of shit. I have to tune out my mind a little bit to all of that kind of, you know, bollocks. It's a little bit, oh, it's a little bit jingoistic, isn't it, in places. It's like, I, I can dig deep, but at the end of the day, I've got a fucking limit. Yeah. It's, Unlike yeah. you lot on the TV who haven't, apparently. I yeah. have. And you've all got, you know, amazing six packs and stuff like that and some of the women aren't quite fit as well i must admit there's there's always this chinese bird who's kind of right in front and center um and sean always goes over to her and you know there's like i can't i forgot what her name is now tanya that's it tanya he's going come on tanya come on tanya make sweat for me you bitch yeah, I'd, love it if said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if he said that um but no, so I, I kind of, like I said, I did that for about three weeks. So I didn't do the 60-day program, I must admit. But I did feel the benefit from it, you know. So if you did, Well, the thing is, it's not fucking rocket science, isn't it? If you do exercise no. every day, you're going to get fitter. But, um, you know, but I suppose it all depends on how fit you want to get. Um, yeah. So, but no, it's good. Uh, uh, you know, I've, 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 and actually I found a, a proper version Um in a charity shop for ten pounds, and yeah. it looks it looks brand new. So some poor fucker obviously bought it and thought, oh, I'll just stick it on and watch it, and I'll get fit. But, yeah, uh, it doesn't quite work like that. Uh, so uh, yeah, that was good. Do you still do insanity? I haven't done anything like that for a while. Oh, you got uh, you're a bit of a dodgy back, haven't you? It, it's not just yeah, not just that. It's just I found it hard over the last few months to sort of have time or motivate myself enough to do it. So I think I'll do the old get Christmas out of the way and then uh, give it a go. I just need to figure out a time of the day I can do it properly. Yeah. Well, you used to do it in, come on, for your lunch times and do it, you madman. 
Yes, I did. But the, yeah, <clears throat> but well, I'll get to that. But yeah, like I lost my job a couple of months ago, which was ah, wonderful. Oh no. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. My boss ran away with lots of money. So <laughs> fucking no. hell. So yeah, proper shafted everyone. So oh, yeah. No. So yeah, that was good. But uh, yeah, I, was, I weren't out of work for long. I, I went for three jobs, got three interviews, and then uh, took one of them. And then we only worked there for three days because then the one offer that I was waiting for turned up and that was better. So I had to tell them I was leaving after three days, which is a good conversation to have. But, so, yeah. <laughs> well, did it get you, get you a leaving present? Uh, no, no, they didn't. No. Those bastards. Well, they all lined up to give me a, like a guard of honour and they all spat in my face as I walked past. <laughs> I just waved my cock at them and said, fuck you. <laughs> but no, so I've been, I've been in a new job for about six weeks now, so. Okay, and how's that going? It's going all right, yeah, not bad. Not bad. Better or the right. same as what you did in terms of... Uh... It's, a, it, it's, a little, it's a little different. It's quite stressful, but it's not bad. Not bad at all. Oh, okay. Sort of semi-shout at people, so I'm quite happy with that. Oh, that sounds, that sounds but in a nice way. You know, I'm not an arsehole. Well, yeah, that, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, well, so, well, that's that's good then, I suppose. And uh, so, yeah, is everything else all right? Like, uh, is Rebecca okay? Have you done she's fine, yeah, she's all right. She's still alive. I haven't put her outside yet underneath the patios. That's always good. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've Yeah, so we've had that. We've, we've had, had to sell her house so we now finally got one house between us which is oh, wow. useful but that was quite stressful and all of that was kicking off just as i lost my job as well it was just like fucking hell and obviously just before that i'd had the car crash last oh time yes spoke. yes yes so yeah so is that all to, sorted yeah. out now yeah 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 I, 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 yeah managed to replace my car fairly quickly and then yeah then house happened then job happened so that's why i was quiet over the last couple of months it wasn't because i didn't want to speak to anyone but i just had a lot a lot of shit going on and mm. uh just i can't be asked just sitting here whinging about it so i'll just i'll just let you lot get on with it for a bit and um when i'm when i'm sorted out i can i can start afresh that's good. like like your cold balls start afresh <laughs> yes um well yeah i mean i've kind of um yeah, it's been a a, a bit of a, a, few, a sort of stressful few months for me as well. As I don't want to bring the podcast down or or whinge particularly, but um, yeah, I it I think just everything's got on top of me with one thing and another, and uh, I just needed a bit of a break um, from from everything really. <laughs> uh, you know, just um, to, to a point where I mean, I, I kind of. It, it did affect my confidence and it, it did sort of, uh, you know, I don't know, just uh, it, uh, lots of things that happened over the past couple of years. Obviously, Kay's mom passing away. I had a change in my job role as well about two and a half years ago. And I've been carrying a lot of baggage around of, with that. And just I think I've, I finally let go of that, you know, and if, it's only through talking to people. And, and I've, you know, I've got no real answers to help people if they've got problems and stuff like that. Because I think I did have a bit of a breakdown. I just... I got up one morning. We were supposed to be going to a friend's house and uh, it was the worst thing I could have imagined doing. I just didn't want to go and, you know, nothing to do with the, the, the people that we were visiting or anything. I just didn't want to be there. And I got, I, it's a weird feeling. I, you know, I think I've only ever had it w once before in my life where I went upstairs and I got dressed and I put all my running gear on, like, and I just wanted to run. 
I just, I didn't know where I was going to go or what I was going to do. I just wanted to leave the house and run. But then in the back of my mind, I'm because th- I was kind of, we were talking about this last time. I know that you, you, you had a few communication issues and you're getting cut off and stuff like that. So you may not have yeah. heard all of this, but what I was saying to Ben was obviously there's lots of little niggly things happening at, at, uh, at home. I was going to say school then, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, it's sort of home and then work and everything else. It's just getting on top of you and, and, and everything. And uh, so I just wanted to run and, but in the back of my mind, just thought the kids, you know, and, and if I leave now, it's going to be hard for me to come back f- sort of like yeah. f- from this. So I remember just, I, I, w- I went upstairs, I got all my, I sat on the bed and I got all my, I was just, I was ready to leave and I phoned Kay. She was downstairs. I was upstairs. Uh, and I just said, look, I need to talk to you. And I, and she came upstairs and said, what's the matter? And I just, I, I broke down and just started crying. I said, look, I can't do this. I just can't keep doing this. Just that I needed to open up and admit to myself that I just needed to talk to somebody. And, and you know, yeah. the, the, the person, that I suppose, that, you you know, this is kind of the thing, weird thing about relationships, isn't it? When you first start going out with somebody, um, you tend to, well, you know, you tell them anything, you know, you I suppose just to get your leg over. But you know what I mean? You, <laughs> yeah. you, you're sort of like, you, you talk about anything and everything and it doesn't matter. And then as your life goes on, you you're with somebody for longer and I suppose you take each other for granted a bit and you know you, you get into that routine didn't you you know come home uh have tea get to bed get, get up go to work repeat rinse and repeat and all that shit so and I, I just stopped talking to people you know um which is weird considering I yeah, I did, did nothing but talk for sort of five years or so doing the podcast and I think that's probably what helped to keep you sane in a lot of ways um but then we obviously we've talked a lot about stuff and talked to, to, to and that's the biggest thing I can take away from all of this is just trying try not to bottle things up. But that's yeah. it's easier said than done. I you know I I've done that before uh, and I don't want to do it again. And but I probably will. I can't, I can't lie to myself. But you just you know about being open and and uh, you know just talking about stuff and things have been better you know but saying that like i said i think it did not my confidence because we had eurogamer now you haven't been to eurogamer have you yet? no no but i know you're gonna go uh, a couple of years ago weren't you but yeah i think it was last year and then i can't remember why 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 we didn't Actually... what... mm. yeah one one thing or another but uh Anyway, this so the previous eurogamer i mean i've been to about seven or eight of them so you know you, and and obviously doing the podcast and everything you get to know people on twitter and and you know as the years have gone on the more people you know you look forward to it because you get to talk to people and meet people and you know i've been really sort of out there and and um a, a quite extrovert you know i suppose and you know going out and hugging people that i've never met before and everything else this year i just i, I couldn't uh, again imagine anything worse i just didn't want to talk to anyone and leading up to it i got quite anxious about the whole thing because i'm like if i see somebody that i know or i've met before and i just i i I just found it really hard to sort of like what am i going to say how am i going to talk to them and everything else and it's just a weird feeling because i've never really felt like that before um and to a point where this will probably make you laugh because uh, it made Kay laugh uh, <laughs> it, even sort of leading up to it i was thinking how can I can I can I wear a disguise or 
<laughs> so, I, I, I even sort of thought about like put, wearing a cap, you know, like just walking around Eurogamer. Um, and because it was ridiculous, you know, I just, but I, that's how I kind of how I felt, you know, I just, I just wanted to go and not to talk to anybody, like, you know what I mean? And just, and go apart from Wayne, obviously, because I went with Wayne. I told him, and he thought it was fucking hilarious. And he said, "Like, who the hell do you think you are? Do you know what I mean? Like, kind of." How famous do you think you are? Yeah, exactly. You know, but, just you know, I'm I'm not making light of it. But what kind of hat were you thinking of wearing? Oh, just a a, a black one, uh, just a cap, a cap, just like a baseball cap. Yeah. But uh, I've sent you a picture. Um, whilst we were there. Um, Bethesda had a little Fallout 76 stand that you couldn't play the game, but I, I don't, in fact, I don't think that they got... like a bad thing from what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they hadn't got much there, in fact, but they were giving out Fallout masks, uh, you know, like the Pit Boy, and, yeah. and they were quite good masks, they were good quality, like you know, like quite hard plastic, and um, you could they got little sort of um vents for the eyes kind of thing you know what i mean so you yeah. no, people couldn't see in but you could see out and uh you know obviously a little slip for your mouth so you could stick your tongue out which is quite funny but um but i thought i got this on like cause i went for three days i got this thing you got this on day two and i was like oh, i could just walk around with this all day nobody guess <laughs> <laughs> it was massive you know it's like, bigger than your head but um but anyway it was um yeah it's been a it's been a a, a sort of a tough 12 months generally i, I must admit mm. 12 and, and not just for, for me but obviously with Kay and everything else and but we've uh you know i think like i said i can't give people any advice or, or because if people you know going through similar situations i think you just do need to talk and and not bottle things up but again that's easy said than done but um but yeah that, that that's that i feel better generally i you know just uh in myself so uh Good. but yeah so uh other than that i'll say what else has happened since then um when e3 we were going to do an e3 special weren't we? that, <laughs> that was, yeah that was our plan actually wasn't it that was that was the last plan we had and then it didn't happen and then <laughs> and then here we are yeah but it's that's all right because i'm looking forward to sony's e3 next year but yeah it'll be fucking amazing won't it oh yeah uh <laughs> um but did you? I, I mean, I can't really take away much from E3 this year. I, I can't really remember much about it. No, I, um, Christ, what happened? Uh, Xbox said exclusive a lot. Um, Sony did that thing where they did The Last of Us and then took a 10 minute break while they moved everyone around to somewhere else that was a bit of a shit idea. Bizarre. Just, yeah. yeah, but The Last of Us looked good and some of the other stuff they showed looked, looked good. There was, there was some good stuff that I'm sure there was some good stuff. I can't name it, but there was definitely some stuff I was interested in. But um, yeah, that was that was pretty much my takeaway from. There was nothing that I was there. I can't remember. Good yeah. God, I'm getting old. It's a while <laughs> ago now, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, Eurogamer was good. I must admit, like I said, we went for three days, and that was that was good fun. Um, so, but yeah, um, what, what other events have happened. I, I, I just had a quick look on the news to see, you know, what happens. Uh, Facebook uh, got in shit for using our data and yes. uh, which um was fun for them because i think they lost like a billion dollars or something ridiculous which it won't really affect them so. yeah no one's tried to assassinate donald trump yet uh, funnily enough i was just going to mention trump um because uh, in earlier on in the year kim jong il is it oh kim jong 
Is it Odin or Il? Yeah. I, was getting, I was getting mixed up with them fuckers. Um, he started. To, they started bumming Trump and bum. Trump did, started yeah. bumming. Imagine them two naked, covered in oil, just fisting each other. It's oh. fucking repugnant. <laughs> it's uh, you couldn't imagine two worse people, could you really? No. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all gone quiet. And yeah, because he was taunting him at one point, saying, you know, on Twitter, as you do, because you know you're the leader of the free world. <laughs> so basically saying my button's bigger than your button, which yeah, is fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I was just looking to see who's passed away as well. Um, Aretha Franklin, she yes. passed away, didn't she? And uh, old Stanley recently yeah yeah did Stephen Hawking was he dead last time he recorded was he still going I can't remember let's have a look control f is a wonderful thing I have to say uh <laughs> yeah Stephen Hawking he died in March so yeah. uh, fair, fair enough he'd already pegged it um so yeah there's I'm trying to think who else but other than that so you, you've had um you've well you've had probably two of the most stressful things that that anybody can do uh which is house sale and a change in jobs so, yeah so anything else going on anything positive anything uh, not really to be honest I'll, I'll be honest I'm just looking I think both me and Rebecca is looking forward to this year just fucking right off oh, okay. and um no the rest of it will be fine but just like this, just all this year, just this thing happening again and again and again. It's just like, for God's sake, give us, give us a break. Go on, give us a little break. So, but no, it, 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 we're going to enjoy Christmas and then, uh, and then, yeah, wipe, wipe, wipe the slate clean for next year as far as if, hopefully nothing, nothing that annoying will happen again next year. Do you find that you do that sometimes? I mean, you seem to do it increasingly as you get older. I do, anyway. You think, oh, thank God this fucking year's over. <laughs> yeah. Which it shouldn't be really, because, you know, as you get older, I don't really, I shouldn't be saying thank fuck this year's over, because I've got less of them to come. Well, exactly, you know, it's, uh, so that's, you know, um, I suppose a bit of a twisted logic there. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I can't wait till I'm dead and just in the ground. I can't wait. <laughs> that's essentially what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but you know, um, so now you know. Say it's been up and down. I have to say, but generally speaking, everyone is uh, fit and healthy and and good. generally happy, which is the most important thing. Children are are good. I think last time since the last time we spoke, I've had two birthdays. Uh, so my my one daughter turned six. And my other daughter turned two, um, which is mad. I I turned forty two as well, Oof. which. I know. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's me clinging on to my 30s by the skin of my fucking teeth still. Yes. Oh, no. So, how far have you got to your 40? Uh, Start of January. Oh, is it? Oh. Um, So, yeah. It's slipping away. It's slipping away. I'm already building up a lovely cardigan collection and some lovely beige slacks. Can't wait. Uh, Have you um, got anything planned for your 40th? Not really, to be honest, because like having your birthday at the start of January is like a, it's a really shit time to have a birthday because you, you know myself included, everyone's just done Christmas and then trying to pump myself up for a birthday again. It's like yeah, I, I'm never usually that fussed about it. To be fair, so I'm not overly fussed about it. I, being forty is no different from being thirty nine. It would be no different from being forty two, really, or whatever. You know, I don't feel any different if you know if I'd lost, I don't know all my arms and legs this year and I'd made 40 as a, as a, as a human baked bean, then I'd be like, well up for it. But 
but it's, it's just another it's just another birthday so something not too not too uh raucous i don't think mm. and it's also hard to get people to, it's harder to get people together now as well because everyone's got families and everything so and like a lot of my oldest friends they live all the way down still in norfolk or down dan south so it's it's hard to get everyone together we all met up a couple of months ago for um a birthday celebration anyway so we sort of counted that as everyone's birthday because we've all got birthdays within like three and a half months of each other hmm. so we just had a, we just had a shindig like as a, as a just a group group celebration sort of thing that that'll do so a bit of a meal someone better buy me something nice if they don't then there'll be trouble there'll be big, big fucking trouble but yeah no it's a birthday i'm all right yeah, I don't feel any different particularly. In fact, I think, I mean, it obviously depends on the kind of person that you are, but um, I'm probably, you know, fitter than I was in my, when I was 22 because I smoked quite heavily when I was 22. Uh, I didn't really do any exercise. Um, and I was in a fucking horrible relationship. So, um, you know, I, I think... <laughs> Things, things have improved. I'd yeah. say I'd say two out of three ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you decide which is the one. <laughs> uh, so no, things things are okay to be fair. But uh, yeah, I think you said it, uh, depending on the kind of person that you are, I think you do think oh, I need to look after myself a little bit more than I used to. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm in that mindset again. So yeah. Yeah, look after yourself while you can, because before you, all your joints start seizing up, you may as well, uh, you may as well do something with them. So then you can at least have a, a more graceful descent into into being horribly near death. Yes, yes. Well, that's it, and and it is. I must admit, um, it is. I say, although it doesn't feel any different, I think as you get older, then. Uh, you know, you, you do start to think about your own mortality a little bit. I did say I didn't want to be too heavy, but also your friends and their family, um, uh, in particular, you know, my oldest friends that I've known, uh, his father passed away recently. And again, you just kind of, if you think back to, you know, fuck me, it only seems like five minutes ago, I was playing in his garden, being wheeled around in a wheelbarrow by his dad, you know, and so, you know, uh, again, another, it's, it, I don't want to say to people, oh, you know, it's, I'd never say to anybody, I'll oh, pull yourself together if, they, if they're down or whatever, because that's the worst thing you can probably say. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, there are, yeah, it's, it is definitely, to, you know, you have to talk to people about stuff. So anyway, um, I, I don't want to break, let's say, bring it down too much, but yeah. have you got anything else? Oh, what, I'm watching anything. Oh. I would say, it's probably there's too much time to talk about everything that we've watched because I can't remember loads of things. I can't. Either. I've watched loads of stuff. I just can't remember hardly any of it. So I'll mention one thing that I talked about. Oh, sorry, that I um I watched. Or we started watching this week, in fact, which I, I'm quite really taken by. Uh, and it is the Good Place. Uh, have you watched any of these, or have you heard of it? No, I, I've never heard of it. Okay, honest. so it's on Netflix, and um, it's a really easygoing program. It's on for 21 minutes at a time. Each each episode is 21 minutes long. Stars Ted Danson, uh, Kristen Bell. Um, I think those are the two probably recognisable people in it. And uh, Kristen Bell play, it's, plays this character, and the first episode is she's gone to essentially heaven, like paradise. She's died. 
and she's gone up to this this perfect place where you can only get into it if you've done amazing things on earth at the time uh so it's called the good place and it's run by, run by ted danson uh and he's like the architect not like the fucking architect from the matrix oh, god no i'd hope not uh but you know quite a fun kind of uh quirky chap who wants to just make everything great for everyone um and but she's not supposed to be there she was actually quite a horrible person uh, on earth like selfish and just sort of like self-absorbed and all this kind of stuff but she got in through there by mistake so it's all about that kind of thing you know trying to keep her secret uh secret shall we say uh and uh you know trying to become a better person and all of that kind of stuff but it's quite funny how it works you know because you, you you know you kind of flash back to the backstories of the different characters and it's a bit like lost in that respect you know in as much as but not pretentious and confusing um but you know you kind of it flashes back to what they were like on earth you know when they're sort of uh learning to be better and actually how being perfect isn't all it's cracked up to be you know and which is yeah. again quite pertinent to what we were talking about um so yeah it's really good and like i said i think just the fact that it is like on for 21 minutes you know you can just sit down watch a couple of episodes or an episode and it's over before you've even really kind of you know had to think about it because i was talking to dave about this you know you sit down to watch a film and immediately sometimes i'm put off with the running time you know it's yeah. just Oh, fucking hell. You know, especially when you put the kids to bed, eight o'clock, you're already tired. You think, oh, I can't get into this. I don't want to have to sit down for two and a half hours um, and just think, which is, you know, the bad, I know. But it's like, I just want something that's going to entertain me for, for a short period of time. And that's it. I'm happy. It's kind of like sex, I suppose. In some <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's why 80s films are perfect, because they're all 90 minutes. Oh god, definitely. Thereabouts, yeah. So many films now, which are two out, two and a half hours, could you could trim at least forty minutes off it, and it would they'd be so much better. Yeah, one of the worst defenders for that was when I went to watch uh, Batman versus Superman at the cinema, and I thought, oh, God, I actually, I actually watched that about a month ago for the first time. Dear oh, God, I thought you can shave a fucking hour off this film easily. Mm. Just, but then that's, I think oh, I haven't watched it, but they did that with Justice League, and apparently that was just like a shite as well. So. But because um, I think that was like an hour and a half long, or maybe two hours. I don't fucking know. But uh, but yeah, uh, uh, that's that's probably one of the highlights of the, you know what I've watched recently. I watched the new Halloween. I thought that was quite good actually. Um, you know, it was kind of um, it paid a lot of homage, obviously, to the original Halloween. Disregarded yeah. all the other Halloweens completely, uh, which is fine, uh, and just put its own spin on things. And Jamie Lee Curtis was very good in it, I have to say. Um, so not so, quite yeah. as hot as she used to be. Not quite. No, I was obviously remember back in day from um, Trading Places and True Lies, yes. but um, but yeah. So I still would probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's still got nice tits, probably. Probably they probably just unroll a bit further down now. <laughs> yeah, you know, just swing about a bit more than they used. Yeah, she's things to grab hold of. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, what about you? Have you watched anything? Oh, crack! I have watched quite a bit, but right. The only things I could, and I watched, and I watched the. I think it was on your recommendation with Dave, the Santa Clarita Diet last time we spoke. Oh, I yeah, I I think well, I've, I've sort of talked about that. I watched it. Did you like yeah. it? I really, really, really liked it. It was excellent. <clears throat> yeah, it is good. Um, mm. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I was well, you know, I've got a bit of a crush for timothy oliphant 
Um, and uh, he's great in that. I think he's probably the, the best thing about it because he's just funny, you know, and yeah, just really sarcastic. Uh, and the, the tone of the humor is good. And yeah, it's just one of those programs again, something like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. You could just sit down, chill out, watch it, and you don't have to think too much about it. And it's funny, it makes you it's laugh. Perfect. You could even zone out for five or 10 minutes and you won't lose anything necessarily. And it doesn't mean that it's not got no plot in it, but. It's just easy to follow. You don't, yeah. you know, it's good. I, so, I don't mind stuff like that. So have you watched both series? or you? What? Yes. Yeah, we yeah, uh, sat down and watched them with Rebecca. No, she joined in, I think, halfway through series one and then watched the rest of it and then went back and watched the first bit of the first series that she'd missed. So, yeah, no, that was really good. I, oh. I did like that. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I watched series five of BoJack Horseman when that came out and that continues to be excellent possibly one of the best written shows on television even though it's a cartoon which is which is weird um still don't know many people who have watched it though even no. though it seems to be a bit of a critical darling no i've not seen that what's that on it's on netflix oh, okay oh. yeah what i would say is the, the first series you could almost no the first series isn't necessarily that good especially not the first half of the first series but it does lay all of the foundations for everything that follows. And then I did have, I did have, I've got a friend who I did get into it and he said he didn't like any of the first series. And then from the first scene of series two, he was absolutely like well in, well and truly hooked into it. Yeah. But he, he does say that without series one, even though he didn't like it, then that first scene of series two wouldn't have had the same effects on him. Oh, got you. So, okay. yeah, but it's, 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 it's pretty pretty damn dark and hard hitting in places which again for me is unusual for an animated piece how is it so, uh, so is it how long are the episodes uh they're only about half an hour okay yeah. oh, I, think right, I, okay. I think i mentioned watching it before but yeah so they brought a new series out and i was wondering how they'd follow up series four and the answer is they just followed it up with something just as good if not better in places again okay. so I think it will have a limited lifespan and actually that's one thing I'm looking forward to. I don't think it's not going to be one of those things that just goes on forever until it's cancelled. Hmm. I think they might get one, possibly two more series out of it and then it, I think it will have an end point. Yeah. Which is, is good. It, is it sweary or is it... Uh... Um, yes. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's... Go on. Very sweary. Very sweary and, and, and dark and deals with some pretty serious issues. No way. Which is weird because I mean, considering it's well, he's basically he's a is he a horse or is he a person? Or... Yes. he's a horse. He's a horse. It's yeah. It's, there are people there who are humanoid animals and people who are just humans, but it, not in a not in a they're no, they're not separate or anything. It's just that's the world it is. There just happens to be human-sized horses and penguins and stuff walking around, which okay. is it can be a little off-putting at the start, but it. it, it it because once you get used to it, that it's fine, kind of thing. But it's, oh. it's really good. Just looking on uh, Wikipedia, it says, alongside having a satirical take on current events, politics, and show business, Bojack is lauded for its realistic take on dealing with depression, trauma, addiction, self-destructive behaviour, and the human experience. Yes. Wow. All of that. All of that. that. Probably the best I've seen it done. No way. It's not what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. From no, this is a bit exactly. cartoon about a <laughs> exactly. It's uh, no, it's proper good, really, really good. Oh, I like it, I like it a lot. Mm, fantastic. Uh, anything else 
Not that I can think. I know I've watched loads. I really probably should have sat down and thought about stuff a bit more. But you know, I like to I like to free roll it. I like just to play by the wind. We like to free freestyle, don't we? Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Well, that's it. I mean, I like I said, I did write a couple of things down about stuff, but uh, but anyway, we're we're here to talk about some video games, and I'm no doubt we've played a shit ton of them, or have we? Um, um, I, I don't think I've done too bad. I don't think. Okay, well, we'll be back in a second so we can tell everybody about what we've been playing. Woo! Sean, oh God, are you okay? Wish I could go back to my town. Hey, just the son I wanted to see. <laughs> the cops are talking to everybody at school. Hey, don't ever touch my brother. I didn't do anything. Okay, step away, now. Calm down, officer. Shut up. On the ground, now. This is a nightmare. I'm sorry, Layla. I can't. I have no idea where we are. What I'm doing. It feels like we're walking nowhere. Sean, I'm scared. I'm right here. How am I supposed to take care of us out here? I know who you are and what you did. Daniel, go! You and your brother are going to jail for the rest of your lives! Leave us alone! happening what you and your brother have is the most important thing he needs you and you need him daniel come on daniel oh my god and welcome back and here we are to tell you about all the games in the world that we've been playing, <laughs> <laughs> which is a few, I must admit. Um, so, oh, I've just had some, something from Amazon telling me, Ooh. would you want to buy something of us? Oh, fuck off, I don't. Um, so, it might be special on uh, ball cream. Oh, actually, that's it. Yes, I have a story to tell you about that in a, in a second. Not the ball cream, because I've, okay. I've done that already. But uh, how it is definitely worthwhile looking at things, putting them on in your basket, and then not buying them straight away. Because give it a few days or a, a few hours, you will get incentives and vouchers from the company. So they definitely watch what you're doing, which is a little bit worrying, like considering all, all the porn I look at. Um, <laughs> How many flashlights have you got now? No wonder I keep getting spam emails about Viagra. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Adam, let's kick yeah. you kick us off. Let's let what so what's been keeping you occupied and entertained uh, over the past few months? So, if I remember rightly, where we were last time we did this, so I finished God of War. Strangely, Ooh, yeah, it was a while ago. Um, yeah, from what I can remember, because like I said my, my brain's got foggy. I'm, I'm not used to remembering games anymore, but I'll get there. Uh, yeah, it carried on from wherever I was at the time. It carried on, and it, it was excellent all the way through. Um, the combat got better. Uh, there was a point in the game where I don't want to spoil anything still, but something happens, and then yeah, it just ramps it up again. 
so the combat was good, graphically gorgeous, story was interesting. It was just it's just a really good game to play, and I enjoyed every single second of that. Awesome. I have picked that up in the Black Friday sale. Um and but I thought you didn't have a PlayStation. I didn't until about well, was it the twenty third of October? When did Red Dead come out? Ooh, yes, around then-ish, kind of. I think that was, yeah. So um, I'll just tell it really quickly. I, I am now a, a Sony pony again. I, um, so I decided that I wanted to get a PlayStation again because I felt like I was missing out on lots of exclusives, and but I didn't want to go into debt for it, basically. I didn't want to put it on credit. I wanted to, to just buy it outright so I could do that. So... I thought, how the, how can I go about doing this? Uh, and I went up in the loft and looked at all the tat and all the shite that I've accumulated up in the loft for the past seven or eight years since we've been living here. Just anything and everything. So you remember when, when last time we spoke, I'd changed my motherboard, CPU and all that. Oh, bollocks. yeah. Well, I put that in a box, stuck it up in the loft. And I thought, oh, I wonder if that's worth anything. Not thinking, it, you know, who'd want to buy old computer parts, whatever. Uh, so I had a look on eBay, so looked at seeing what the going prices were. I thought, oh, I'll stick that on. Sold it for 130 quid. Uh, so that was one thing. And then I've just become a bit of an eBay whore, just selling, selling anything and everything. It's, even if it's just for a, few, a couple of quid here, then there's sort of bigger things which sell for 10 pound 20 pound 30 pound 100 pound you know what i mean so anyway i've so my target was obviously to get 350 quid which i've far exceeded and so i've paid off a few of the debts which was nice uh which is a cute you know kind of um uh, helped to put me in, into a more of a positive mood because that's the other thing obviously is when you've got bills and debts mm. that's not a pleasant feeling to have all that kind of weighing you down so um so yeah i've now got a playstation and um I, i'm so chuffed with it it's yeah i'll kind of appreciate it more than i did before because uh you know probably well it was around this time last year when i actually sold my yeah. other one so and my vr so um I, I know there are some good vr deals but i'm i'm not sort of that into it at the minute i've still got quite a lot to play but uh so yeah I, i've i've the the black friday sale is quite good uh and this is the other thing that um is kind of put me in a decent mood but when i bought my xbox last year uh they they conned me into signing up for the uh elite card thing um you didn't i did i did the game elite card you... i know i know I, well you know i was there and i was there was a queue and i was standing there with the box and this like guy came over and started talking to me and i just couldn't be all he, he wore me down and i just wanted to get at the shop i was like fine i'll sign up for it whatever however and although he did say this to me at the time i because i don't use game very often if, if at all much these days <laughs> I, Why did you get the elite card? <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> but, but I did. Um, I did. He, he did tell me at the time, but I didn't think about it until I got an email about three weeks ago because that's when it was due to expire. They so basically, it's thirty nine pound, uh, and it, you're supposed to get more money off your trade ins and all that sort of shit uh, if you've got the elite card. And uh, like I said, I, I, I don't think I'd ever used it or maybe used it once. Uh, well, anyway, they also said if you don't use 
the value of the card, which I suppose is essentially £39, then you get it refunded back after 12 months. So I had a nice email off them saying, we've credited your game account with £32. So that was fucking awesome. So so whatever you don't use, you'll get back. Yes. So that's the actual, I suppose, the incentive for Mm. having it. Because that's kind of what probably sold me to the idea. You just have to wait for a year to actually get it back. (laughs) Uh, Unless you obviously use it. Use it, use it for tradings and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, that and get, God of War is twenty five pounds on the Black Friday sale at the minute. So, yeah, so I've got that to look, to look forward to. So, yeah, I can't wait because I have to say I've I've been loving playing on the PlayStation for the exclusives that I've missed out on and some that I've already played but not on the PS4. And like I said, I appreciate it more now because I've actually, I feel like I've actually earned it. If that makes sense, like I've bought yeah. it because i've i haven't gone into debt for it or yeah which is a nice feeling as well i'm I'm only 42 i'm only just discovering that you know what i mean because <laughs> uh, fuck it buy you know buy now pay later all that bollocks but um I, I so now i'm actually doing that more instead of just splurging actually yeah. earning the money to get it before so which again i sound like a fucking child don't i uh, you know i'm trying to teach my kids about sort of like the benefits of hard work and saving your pennies and I, i'm the biggest hypocrite in the world so but uh but no that's that's a nice feeling so anyway you got a war have you are you tempted to do the new game plus because they, they have a note they did that didn't they um no not to i haven't thought about it to be honest because i mean i've still got a, a catastrophic fucking backlog of stuff i've barely ever touched um and there was something else at the time i wanted to just complete God of War and then move on to something else. I can't remember even what it was, but um, it was one of those games I wanted to complete, but I don't, yeah, rarely do I go back for a new game plus if, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's a story driven game for me. So if I get from to start of story to, to end of story, I'm, I'm a, I'm a happy lad and I don't, you know, I've got my money's worth out of it. I thought it was a belter. Awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think that might be the next game I'll play. In fact, on my list of exclusives. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, good, cool. What else? What what what, what was after that? Uh, oh, also last time I think I'd me and Rebecca had just started playing Dangan Romper three. Oh yes, you had. Yeah. yeah, we yeah we completed that. Um, good God, that was it's another one of those I can't remember much of. All I know it was fucking weird, and it contained the phrase "cum dumpster," which is uh, <laughs> not something you hear or see or hear very often in a game. Yeah. So yeah, it it. Yeah, at the end. If you want more description of what the game was like, listen to our last our last show. But I will say it was um, bloody long. About you know, getting on for fifty hours, I'd say. Fucking hell! Uh, you played that yeah, together. Yeah. Wow. It was probably twice as long as number two, and two was twice as long as number one. Maybe a bit of padding in there, but it it get it got really, really, really quite odd near the end. And uh, what I can remember, and I think it'll be the last one. I don't know how they'll continue the story. Whereas beforehand, it was like they could just do the same again. But this seems to almost just put a big fat full stop at the end of it. So this is probably going to be it, I yeah. think. But I enjoyed it overall. But I wasn't quite expecting it to be that that you know vast. Mm. There you go. You do. Can I just jump in with a quickie? Because uh, I hadn't played this mm, up until recently, but because uh, you've talked about you and Rebecca, so I have played quite a bit of. Um, oh, I can't remember the fucking name of it. Now, what's that game that you and she's played together? The the cooking uh, game. 
Overcooked. Overcooked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god! What an amazing game it's that is. Great, isn't it? Uh, so I've played uh, with. Uh, it's definitely for me anyway. I, I I laugh my ass off playing that game with a yeah. few drinks, you know. So it's it's a game that I think if you have a, a couple of drinks, uh, and but then you do, you do find that you do shape quite a lot. I've played it with Wayne, uh, my other friend, and um, my wife. And when I was playing it with my wife, because I was like, I was shades, right, get, do this, do this, do this. She thought she took it quite personally. So I, thought, <laughs> I was going to ask, I was going to say, do you take charge of the kitchen? Are you the one shouting, it, chop the lettuce? Yes. You get the fryer. What the fuck are you doing? Yes, I am. Uh, I, t- I do turn into Gordon Ramsay, you know, yeah. quite, quite sweary. Uh, so she, she wasn't, you know, she liked the cuteness of it all, but not the actual sort of like, shouty gameplay oh my god so <laughs> so no uh, that, it, that is awesome i haven't played the second one um but the reason i bring it up is because when i went to Eurogamer, i played a game which essentially is a bit of a ripoff of overcooked but it's, it's a different setting and it's i think four players as opposed to two uh and it's called catastronauts i don't know if you've heard of it um no. So it's set in space, uh, as the name would imply, and same type of thing. You know, you've run in a spaceship, uh, and shit happens. You're trying to destroy other spaceships, so but there's fires going off, so you have to get the fire extinguished to put the fires out. There's holes appearing in the ship, so you have to get a spanner to fix this. It's essentially the same game, but slightly different setting. Yeah. Um, you know, it's even got the same kind of like art style with the characters. Uh, but it's well worth a look. It's already it's out now. Uh, it's out on everything. PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch. Um, and we talked to the people that were working on it and they're really nice. Uh, so so yeah, that's that's one that maybe keep your eye on if you're still up for a slightly different sort of variation of, of that type of game. Uh, no, yeah, definitely. Because I've, I've you know we played Overcooked 2 as well. Um that came out and it, it is more of the same, a bit more complicated, the levels are a bit wackier. Um so but if you liked Overcooked One, you'll like Overcooked Two, basically. Yeah. You know, there's not much to say about that. It's it's more levels for it essentially but yeah just as good yeah so yeah catastronauts keep your eye on that one i might do, might do i should that. be writing this fucking down because dave will be moaning at me later bollocks let me get me pen anyway go on carry on and i'll, I'll catch up oh 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 you'll like this one uh on the switch i played wonder boy dragons trap Curse. trap trap dragons oh, trap yeah, yeah. what what yeah. do you think i fucking hated it ah no for the first no for the first half an hour or so i hated it i think i I bought it uh booted it up and just did not get on with it for whatever reason you know i I don't think i was in the right mood it was about a month and a half later i I turned it on again and basically sat there and and just completed it over the space of a few hours because it's not a particularly long game is it no no and yeah so i think you spoke about it before it's a it's a 2d side scrolling what, hack and slash platformer for want of a better word sort of mini rpg kind of yeah i'd say bit of a metroidvania style in there as well yeah um yeah it just clicked with me the second time um and i just yeah just, just wellied my way through it and was like i pretty much enjoyed every moment and then you sit there questioning yourself why didn't i like it last time and i can only put it down to my my mood yeah but, uh, it's a beautiful looking game Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Especially yeah. on the Switch. Just tapping mm. the, the button as well to switch between the old and the new graphics. Um, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that that was the first game I bought on the Switch. Because, um, you know, I, 
I love well, yeah, as you know, I love the the original, the Master System, and played it yeah. lo- lots and lots. Uh, did you play the original then on the Master System? No, no, not at all. So that's interesting then, because I I've, I did so I kind of well I'd forgotten, but then I remembered or I was reminded when I was playing the the new version that it's it's actually um, although some of it's linear, some of it's like quite old school in in terms of its game. It doesn't really sort of uh hold your hand or tell no. you where to go at all does it you know because no. you, you play different creatures so there are obviously certain areas that you can only get to with some of the different creatures so that's self-explanatory but then there's other bits where you're the bird and you just randomly fly into the sky and find a hidden door somewhere yeah, you know what i mean you're thinking well how would i have known that or how would somebody these days get on with this so i'm interested to see if, how did you get on with all of that because i think i think i just got lucky the, when, I, when i tried it the first time i was getting frustrated because i didn't I, I didn't know where to go or you know i wasn't sure which direction to go in or when because it takes a little while before you get to no 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 you start off as the lizard don't you is it the lizard no, you, you, you get turned into the lizard you start off as wonder boy then you yeah. get turned into the lizard uh because you actually start off as a with a boss fight but even yeah. that if i remember rightly is a bit of a fucking nightmare because it sends you off down different corridors, which are essentially the same, and you have to figure out which is the best that the best way to go or the right yeah. way. To isn't go. it like the isn't it like the old Mario levels where it if you go the wrong way it repeats itself? Yeah, so yeah, remember, yeah. But yeah, that yeah, that I got annoyed at that, and when I got into the village, I I I wasn't sure where to go or what to do, or and I think I just to be honest, I think I just managed to hit that zone where I, and I probably got lucky. When I actually sat there and played through it, because I just seemed to pick the right areas to go to. I'd, I'd, I'd have a look around. Once I'd figured out the sort of hub map a bit and started to, you know, I might have gone in the wrong direction once, but then thought, mm, I can't do that. There must be somewhere else. But then I'd remember exactly where to go. So I was just in the right frame of mind for it. I think when I, when I, when I actually just went through and completed it and didn't have that much trouble. And the, all the bosses are, you know, they're variations of, of the same thing essentially. So once you'd figured one out, there weren't that much difference between them. A couple mm. of attacks, but nothing too too difficult. Um, but no, and I just because I, I was enjoying it, it just, just just waited on through. Wasn't bothered if I if I died at a point. Just reload the game and just crack on with it. It was uh, yeah, it was good fun. That's good. Uh, it did get a little bit grindy for me at the end. I must admit, I had to. I can't remember why I needed to now, but I had to save up money to get a certain sword or something to help me out and so uh, yeah. uh, you know it is a it, it, i did find it a little bit grindy but then just the they put so much effort into the graphics uh yeah. of, you know and you appreciated it so much more i know other games have done it you know sort of like the flipping between the old and the new but you, you appreciated so much what they did because like i just like say the the pyramid levels or whatever on the, obviously on the master system you just got a block and you know a few pixels and shit like that whereas like when you switch it and then you actually see all the backgrounds and everything else all the sort of hand you know the, the artwork it, oh, it just looks so so good so oh, i find myself just flipping between the two just to see the difference and it yeah it wasn't it yeah it's it's not yes the the platforms and stuff are in the same place but everything else it, it's barely recognizable in some respects but you can tell it's still the same the same game it's, it's really the artistic style of it's absolutely spot on yeah that's what i liked about it. i think that it was essentially exactly the same game but just it had that you know fresh lick of paint and the oh, sound yeah. so oh i'm glad you like that 
because yes. uh, yeah, I love that. That was really good. Really good. Um, go on then. What else? Give us one more, and then I'll jump in with Ooh. something. I tried Hollow Knight on the Switch. Oh yeah, I've got that on PC. I think it was in mm -hmm. the humble bundle, which I haven't. I've heard good things about it, but uh, yeah, go on. What, so it, it's a it's a two D. It is a two D kind of Metroidvania style game. Uh, people compare it to Dark Souls because of the mechanics within the game of like uh, you know killing creatures, saving up energy, and if you and coins, and then if you die, wherever you die, they get dumped, and then you have to try and get back to where you died, fight a ghost of yourself, then you get all your stuff back. But it, it's like artistically, I really like it. It's it's so across in places like a cross between HR HR Giga and um some of the foresty bits from something like Princess Mononoke. Or mm. no, there is that other one with all the insects. I can't think of the name of it. But yeah, a bit of Studio Ghibli bit of Giga in places and it's it's got a reputation for being hard and unforgiving and at the start of the game it is bloody hard and really unforgiving um so for a big old metroidvania you like you don't get a map or anything like that you have to you build up a map from from walking around and it doesn't tell you where to go and this thing is is really very sprawling indeed uh, very difficult, no signposting, very few characters in the world. At the start, the further you go, the more you meet. I mean, it took me it took me probably a good two or three hours of absolutely just fumbling my way around before I could get to a point where I'd understand how to possibly get a map of that one area. Mm. You don't get a map of the whole game, you get a map of one area. But at the start, that map doesn't even tell you where you are in the map. So you've you have to you have to buy the ability to see yourself on a map from a shop, and the shop only opens once you've gone a certain way down within that particular part of the world. And you have to do you have to do this for every different area you go to. So you go to a new area, there's no map. You have to find fudge your way around, find somewhere to get a map from, and then buy the items on the map to show you where things might or are. And it's it's yeah at the start it's really quite unfriendly because it doesn't tell you anything about the story and it to be honest where I got to uh, I still didn't really understand the story that much to be fair and yeah you will get your ass absolutely handed to you quite a lot because you've only got I think three three to four hit points um, you can replace your energy like uh, like a Dark Souls game with with uh, some other stuff you get left left behind by your enemies when you kill them. And all you've got to kill things with at the start is a like a little they call it a needle, but it's essentially like a little sword. And but you will only have that for a fair point in the game. And even then you'll only get the occasional special special ability, which also drains your life force as well if you use it. So you always got your back against the wall in places. It's hard. But what I will say is the bosses that I fought are really, really good. And they don't do exactly what you think they would. And there's always one more stage at the end when you think you've got it beaten. It will surprise you again. Um, but it's if you're into that kind of game, if you don't mind wandering around for a while, not knowing where you're going, you like exploring, you like a challenge, you like the art style, it's it's worth a go. And apparently it's like a it's like a 30 to 40 hour long game. Wow. Uh, and it's it's like nine quid or something like that. It's um 
if you're into that kind of stuff, it's an absolute bargain. Mm. Um, I don't know how much further I'll get because I'm a man of limited skill and patience, but I've played it for a fair few hours and I've enjoyed every moment of it, but I'm stuck on a boss at the moment and have, because I've put it down for a couple of months, the thought of going back and, and sort of relearning all my timing and things is uh, is a little bit daunting. Daunting, yeah. I was going to say, you can stick with it because it sounds like you've got... I want, to, I want to go back to it. I want to go back to it. Yeah. But I've said that, I've said that about so many games before and never have. Yeah. D- did you ever play Salt and Sanctuary? Uh, no. Yeah, that's that's on the... I played that on the Vita. It's a PlayStation game. Mm. Um, and... Uh, again, 2D kind of Dark Soulsy type game. You know, you die, you have to collect salts, which then you have to get back to your hub. And if you lose it, then you get a chance to get it back. But if you if you don't, then you you kind of you've lost it, all that kind of stuff. Which is, you know, it's it's a nice mechanic to have, but it's 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 used quite a lot these days, isn't it, with games and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think actually playing it on the Vita was was difficult because I think once you've gone from the Vita to the Switch, and with particularly with some games. Um, it can be quite blurry, and so a lot of the text can be quite fine. So it's hard yeah, and to small. Yeah, it's 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 weird, isn't it? Going from like a Vita to a Switch and going going back again. Yeah, because uh, that screen, you know, on the Vita, even though it's an OLED on the um, on the the Vita, it's it. I think once you've seen the Switch, it's like kind of you know when you go black, you never go back. Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those situations. Yeah. So, um not that i would know uh but but you know so um all oh, right i i say i've got it on pc it was on it was on uh the humble bundle for a, a while ago so i i have got it but yeah yeah I, well, I, I think i think i got it because I'd, I'd heard i'd heard it got good reviews and whatnot um when i looked at the price it was like you know bearing in mind everything on the switch is really expensive in comparison to everywhere else but it was still like 9.99 on the switch when i got it and i was like that's the same price as everything everywhere else I think it was only PlayStation at the time, I think, maybe. But, um, yeah, and I could play it on the go. So it was, it was a no-brainer, a no-brainer for me. That's good. And that's not a bad price, because I think a lot of the stuff, like the indie stuff as well, was like 15, 16 quid on the Switch. Yeah, which, there's uh... loads of stuff I'd like to play on there, but if it's like four or five quid more, I know there's supposed to be like an, a Switch tax, but you know, that's on cartridges. These aren't cartridges. So stop applying it to your fucking downloadable games as well, please. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll jump in with a couple then. Uh, so I have been playing The Witcher Three. There was a period where Ooh. I just I was just playing The Witcher, like that was my main game. So I'm now at a point where I've passed the parts where I got to on the PlayStation. So I've gone to Skellige and I've done loads of missions there, and I now can flip between the different worlds so or the different sort of like areas like you get in your boat you get to Skellige, you go back to novograd then you go and go back to velen and you can do stuff and i feel like i'm i'm progressing the story more than i was when i was was playing the playstation game i just got that into it that i would go to every single question mark and that's probably how i filled so much of my time but i'm starting to think now that the timer on the playstation was wrong because I've done more now, and okay, yeah, I've been a little bit more sort of like focused on what I'm doing, uh, but I've still been doing a shitload, and I've probably played about 65, 70 hours of the game, mm-hmm. um, whereas before on PlayStation, it said I did about 130, which now, looking back... That I'm... did seem a little wrong, because I was further than you in it, and I'd done 67 hours, and then when you said you were at that, a different point, uh, 130, 
because I'd done a majority of the little question marks, you know, that I could at the time without without doing something that was way above my level. And it's still taken me 67 hours. I did think, how the fuck have you spent? Have you just gone the long way round on every single mission? <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> um, riding a horse with three legs. Um, yeah. But no, I, so, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm still loving it. I But I had to put it down. I say had to. Um, I put it down because I just wanted a bit of a change of pace. I just, you know, yeah. don't get me wrong. I didn't get sick of it. And I will go back to it because, you know, it's but it's such a massive game that uh, I kind of, like I said, I played it for so long, like every day or, you know, as, as much time as I got possible uh, for about well, two months. And then I just needed to, uh, to, to do something completely different, which is where Wolfenstein 2 came in, but I'll come to that in a bit. But yeah, The Witcher 3 is fantastic. You know, it's just great. Um Loving it as much as I have. I've, I've got to Skelliger. I say I've progressed in the story. Uh, had you had sex on the unicorn? Had you got that far? Of course. Yes. So I, everybody talked about that. And I was like, I wonder what this is going to be like. And it was not disappointing, but just not what I expected. I kind of, because with one of the other characters who kind of, um, Kira, who's like a magician or uh, not magician, uh, sorceress type character and she kind of conjures this whole uh this snow white type fantasy where you go off and you know you have sex in the forest and then yeah. when i heard oh you have sex on a unicorn i thought oh i wonder how this is going to turn out because you know with um not tris the other bird Yennefer. yeah who's oh yeah saucy um <laughs> Well, you have sex on the back of a fucking unicorn. I mean, how saucy do you, you need her to be? Um, and she has nicer underwear, I would imagine. But <laughs> I reckon <laughs> I reckon she's a stockings and suspenders kind of girl. Um, but Definitely. Still. Anyway, so you have sex with her, which is great and everything. But I kind of expected it to actually turn into a fantasy where you'd actually be flying through the sky and having sex on a unicorn. But... Um, so anyway, I've done that uh, and I'm progressing the story and it's great. It really is great. And uh, so, yeah. Um, but as I said, I just felt like I needed something totally different to to sort of, um, you know, cleanse the palate or, or whatever, you you know, phrase you want to use. Uh, and I got Wolfenstein 2 and I played about five hours of it when it first came out. So I really enjoyed the new order and yeah. uh, the old blood. Um, fantastic. You know, just kind of old school shooters where you can dual wield shotguns and sniper rifles and you know but it had kind of like i suppose modern mechanics like stealth and had opportunities so we go around stealthily killing people and you know uh upgrading your weapons and all that kind of stuff um and i've completed it now and i it's it's a fantastic game i mean it really is have you played uh wolfenstein 2 or are you tempted no it? i really like the first one as well but i don't i've just never picked well i say that I, I picked up the first one a long time after it came out and i was looking forward to the second one but i've got a feeling it will be the same for some reason probably next year i'll just go oh it's only 15 quid i'll have that mm -hmm. yeah out it's... of nowhere it'll just end my mind again and i'll just and i'll pick it up it's well worth it. I mean, it's kind of a bit, it's a bit more of the same in some ways, in as much as the, obviously it follows the story, uh, BJ Blaskowicz. And, uh, but this time it's got more of, um, 
an american sort of like take on it in as much as that you are you know the the nazis have taken over america and it's it's a story about an alternative history uh where the nazis win the war and um this one depending on how much you like tarantino may affect how much you like the story beats and the sort of the the actual the characters because it is very much as if it's been written by Quentin Tarantino, like even down to the characters, the choice of music, um, you know, and, and, and that might annoy some people because I suppose, again, it will depend on whether or not you, you like Tarantino or even whether you like uh, playing a game where it's kind of like almost not second rate Tarantino, but it's like, you know, it's obvious that that's kind of where the, the, uh, influences come from and everything um it's batshit crazy i mean it, it is mental some of the stuff that happens in the game is utterly barmy and you kind of feel like, <laughs> it's not a word you use very often is it barmy but uh <laughs> it, it's it, honestly you, you there are points in the game where you are playing uh kind of watching thinking fucking hell how did they get away with this it's it's unbelievable and at the same time there are there are parts of the game which are also hard to watch because of the this the unbelievable sort of level of cruelty and um that the the enjoyment that the the nazis get out of the you know the the whole kind of the being cruel and and vicious and horrible not like the real real life cuddly nazis you know yeah but but, but you know it's, it's so over the top that, uh, that you know you kind of think oh god fucking hell, this is this is horrible you know what i mean like it yeah. really it feels like a video nasty in some respects like you know you're kind of watching it thinking this is like a, a torture porn game in some ways there's there's some of it which is just yeah but saying all that the mechanics are all still you know essentially practically the same uh you know you can upgrade your weapons upgrade your skills uh there are new things in it now where you can upgrade different uh kind of abilities and the, the game does progress to a point where you, you know you quite you start off with, you're quite weak because at the end of the first game you get blown up but you know kind of carries on from there and you start off quite weak but then you can see the progression in your character which is nice uh, yeah. and again it has that kind of hub you're on a submarine these like now as opposed to in a, a like a house or you know and you can walk around and you can do stuff and you can play the old wolfenstein like you could on the first one but this one it's easier to find it's not like a nightmare that you can have um, the other one wasn't a dream sequence wasn't it or something yeah yeah well this is like just now it's an arcade um and you can just walk up to it and just have a game uh, which is cool you know um and and, it, and it, again you can like learn to um bond with some of the characters because of just you just stand there and watch them interact with each other which is cool you know it's got all of that in it still so it's a very 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 good game and just kind of what i needed after spending hours and hours playing the witcher um didn't have to think about it too much crazy as anything but yeah a good fun shooter um and yeah shooting nazis was good fun like a nazi fueled palate cleanser yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> like a like yeah like a nazi sorbet yes yes that that was it just yeah and and yeah it was just fun you know just well shooting nazis it's, it's always fun isn't it oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So, so there you go. Those are a couple of games that kept me busy. So, uh, so but go on. I'll hand it back over to you. What, what else have you been up to? Okay, uh, I'm going to do two birds with one stone. Played a couple of Lego games with Rebecca. Ooh. Um, so I, I, I've never. I've played the odd demo of a couple of them, but I've never owned a Lego game. Um, and Legos, no, no, wow. never, never, ever. Not even the Star Wars games or Indiana Jones or no, no, not a sausage. Wow, blimey! I know. So uh, first off, we bought what was well, we'd heard was the best uh, Lego City Undercover. Ooh, um, yeah, yeah. And we played that in split screen on the PlayStation Four. Yeah. Um, was it split screen on the original? Because it came out on the Wii U, didn't it? Originally, was it just a single player there? Uh, I think it was just single player. I think that's one of the things they mm. added to the new yeah. like, versions is that you could play it as co-op. Uh, yeah, because yeah. the, the Wii U version used the tablet and did all kind of weird and innovative things. It was, was quite clever. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, that was changed to accommodate the newer consoles. So yeah. but it, worked, it worked well. I mean, I finished it and I thought it was good. Um, and I liked all the you know little winks and nods to films and stuff Ooh, like that. And there are many winks and many nods there are yes yeah so, so yeah i mean it's your standard lego game hit around uh, hit around walk around hitting things advance the plot yada yada but this time in a lovely little open world so there's 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 an absolute boatload of stuff just to faff around doing uh which is, i think where we got the most fun out of it I, well it was a little bit difficult sometimes because i like to drive the plot forward uh, whereas Rebecca likes to go off the beaten path and just faff around with stuff and find things. Um, and quite often I'd want to carry on a mission, but she'd want to go over and look at something else and try and find some secrets and whatnot, or whatnot which would lead to me just sort of putting the controller down for about 10 minutes while I patiently wait for her to finish so I can trigger the mission marker. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're tapping your feet <laughs> or tapping your foot or t- looking at your watch whilst you're doing this. Yeah, doing that and just occasionally just going <clears throat> <laughs> You killed <clears throat> Yeah, no. But most of the time, you know, we managed to find a happy medium because, uh, you know, it wasn't always I just wanted to go mission, mission, mission but I do have little, in games like that I have spurts where, where I like to do say, three or four missions in a row and then I like to just spend some time out and about in the world, just looking around. Whereas, whereas she likes to like to spend a lot of time looking around and then not really any missions. But and the the two players are a little odd because well, it's not odd, but obviously it was never intended as a two player game. So the second player just plays uh, a copy of is it, is it Chase 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 McC- Chase McCain? Yeah. Yes, just plays Chase McCain, but who's made out of slightly different colour bricks, um, so you can tell the difference. And they disappear for all the cutscenes and that, so they're, like, they're they're in the world, but they're not in the story. But they yeah. can help help along. Um, but yeah, we we completed that fairly quickly, and yeah, good fun that game. B, it is. If yeah. you want to rephrase that into an English sentence, B, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but no, really good, really enjoyable, uh, really rather funny in places as well. Yeah, definitely. I liked all the prison stuff, like the whole references to Shawshank. Um, oh, yeah. That was good. And um, Studsky and Clutch was funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and the Arnie sort of uh, impersonator was good. That was all yeah. the, the Arnie character. Yeah, it was really good. I, I liked that as well. You know, I completed, I completed it having only done 23% of what was in the game. So that goes, you know, there's so much more you can do with it. But... Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's too much 
you know, I think I think we did about fifty percent, maybe. Wow. And that was a lot. Uh, but the amount of collectibles and stuff and things to find in that world is is massive. Um, you you could spend you could spend the rest of your life in that just trying to find everything. But yeah, again, once I'd got to the end, I thought, do you know what? I've done that. I'm happy with that. Got got me got me ten pounds worth out of that game. Oh God, that's amazing value. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. So yeah, more than happy with that. Uh, and then after that, she said, "What are the rest of the Lego games like?" And I said, "Well, I don't really know. I haven't really played them, but there is Lego Dimensions where you get to build some Lego as well." Mm. So we bought that because obviously they've stopped making them now, or so all of the starter packs and story packs and that are all going at half price or less everywhere. Yeah. So we really picked cheap. up. The, yeah, we picked up the starter pack for less than twenty quid. Yeah. Um, we haven't finished it yet, um, but it, it's quite enjoyable, I'd say. Yeah. It it's a step back. If you've played Undercover first, it's a step back from that because it's more of a traditional Lego game. Yeah. Right? very much a to b um not particularly challenging i like all the little figures but if i'm honest because you you have three where you have i think up to about six figures on your little uh portal thing like your skylander portal thing at one at one go it can become a little bit of a pain in the ass just swapping them all around all the time when it asks you to put things on certain squares in in the portal and because well it's down to me to do all the changing, so I'm constantly having to swap characters around in boss battles. If some people get hurt on screen, you have to move them over to a different a different square. You got your vehicles on there, then you've got to take them off so you can get someone else on it. it, it yeah, it's 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 a bit too much organisation there, a bit too often for me. Yeah, honest, did, but... did you get any of the level packs? Uh, back to um, the por- portal, Back to the Future, or Ghostbusters? Ooh, what did we get? What was available? What was available at the time? We got the Goonies one, uh, mainly mainly because I wanted sloth in Lego form because you get like a rubber <laughs> spaz head to put on a normal Lego figure. <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't want a miniature Lego rubber spaz head? So yeah, I haven't played the level yet. Just 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 built sloth. Uh, Becca picked up Back to the Future because uh, she wanted Doc for some reason. Yeah. Um, I don't think we played the level in that either. Is that a level, or it might just be a fun pack? I got confused by the different kind of packs. Yeah, no, that but... there is a Back to the Future level pack, which uh, apparently is quite short. Um, but mm. I, yeah, because um, I've got this, and funnily enough, I've been playing it with Lucy, and we because we yeah. had the, the Ghostbusters, the 2016 female version. Because I bought a few Ooh, of these. I watched that film as well recently. Mm. Yes, not not great, is it? Not much fun but saying that i don't i don't know whether to watch it with lucy because i mean she might appreciate it more than the the older version i don't, I don't know but, but anyway um oh that's another thing as we're talking about films uh and the newer versions compared to the older versions she's because they've been doing talking about roald dahl uh at school yeah. so she's been she's been watching the updated version of charlie and the chocolate factory uh, that is fucking horrific. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What is Johnny Depp? What the hell does he? What does he look like? I mean, if if you, I I know the character's supposed to be a bit out there, but he's just fucking. I, I can't get my head around him. Yeah, he's like a devious paedophile. I was just gonna say, if you if you wanted a definition of a kiddie fiddler, then it's kind of he's that's what he's going for. But I think yeah. I remember say say I don't know if, if he's looking for 
Michael Jackson kind of. I don't know. He's a bit like yeah. He's a bit like Jimmy Carr's paedophile brother. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I said to her, we'll watch the original. Well, you know, because I, I, I really like that film. You know, and uh, but I'll be, I'm be interesting to see how she takes it. Um, so, but yeah. Anyway, I digress. So it, we, as a result, we've been playing the because uh, I've got a lot of these in just boxes which i still haven't opened or touched because i've got yeah. the a lot of the level packs um I've, I've tried the simpsons one what is quite cool about them though is once you create the, the uh, as well as the level there's like a, a proper version of springfield which you can just walk around uh, yeah. a bit like um lego city undercover you can yeah. walk around springfield so i'm assuming that you can do that with um say the back to the future one you can yeah you get those weird levels don't you that are kind of like mini open worlds where you just sort of there's just loads of stuff to do just dig about yeah yeah there's one in there's one set in the goon docks in the goonies pack which i you know it's fun for 10 15 minutes but that's about it really to be yeah fair. so um but no it's cool and it's nice building the um you know the portal thingy together yeah. and doing all that so and she does all the moving about so that's kind of you know oh, you're you lucky. need <laughs> as i say you need a kid to do that shit for you because yeah. it, it does get a bit annoying because you constantly oh it feels like you're constantly having to move yeah those fucking characters around because they get trapped or they need to move to a, a certain color on the portal it's like oh fuck can't you just stand still for like two seconds and then so, you get wild star and you have to move her to three different places for one puzzle and it's like I can't move there because you've insisted that fucking crusty the clown's on the board as well so i've got to take him off first to make space to move her over yeah so um but no it's it's again i, I like um the, again the, the winks and nods and stuff and the, the batman yeah. in it is like obviously the lego batman kind of from the movie and stuff and so you know that's quite cool and uh the different takes on things obviously you you, you start off in the wizard of Oz, Oz world don't you you know yeah. so that's that's quite cool so the port the portal levels are good the port the portal section of the game set in portal work portal world in whatever the world portals in portal world the world of portal portal the majestic world of portal <laughs> yeah. yeah i've got that level pack but i haven't played it yet so oh no but you get the section in the main game don't you where you play you play through thingy bob lab, 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 lab. portal world with yeah with, <laughs> what's the name the glados, GLADOS. that's her yeah. yeah that yeah that that was good because then she pops up in lord of the rings world as well yeah because so that, that why whole... not cross old crossover things quite cool so but yeah and gary oldman voices the uh the main bad guy which uh is always does funny. he yeah yeah i did not know that uh, there you go <laughs> you learn something new every day that's what yeah. i've learned yeah see you wish you'd have podcasted months ago but then saying that yeah you would I, would have, get, I would have had a brain you'd have never played lego dimensions probably around then so um true true but go on we'll, give us another one then i'll jump in Oh, okay. Oh, controversial one. Uh, Mario Party on the Switch. Oh, I played this at uh, Eurogamer. Um, mm, what did you think? I liked it. You know, played. Mm. Um, uh, obviously, there was four of us, which yeah, you know. So I think that adds to the whole, uh, you know, enjoyment factor of it. I don't think you'd have much fun playing it on your own, obviously. No. Um, but yeah, it was good fun. Like, so we did the different like mini games, like the fry and the piece of meat um so you got you sort of like you know hold your joy con and flip it around to sort of like flip over the meat uh there was the other one where the, uh like the 
American footballers running at you, you just have to dodge out the way. Yeah. There's the bike one, which you have to sort of like move the Joy-Con in the motion of pedals. Um, so we did that. Um, so yeah, it seemed good fun, but again, it'd be pointless for me, I guess, because again, I wouldn't play it on my own. And I think, you know, playing it, I think I'd need more an older child like as I've got like six year old I think would like enjoy it but uh you know my wife doesn't play video games so it'd be pointless for her um and obviously Sophie's too young so so yeah but what well, go on why is it controversial is it well I owned I owned it for a week and traded it in. Oh I haven't traded a game in since I traded some old PlayStation games for a Dreamcast back in t- there. Bloody hell wow mm. So you didn't really like it then? No. Well, here's the thing. In theory, I like it. And I can imagine if you've got four people playing it, uh, it would be fun. Um, I bought it because I thought, well, me and Rebecca could play it because it, you know you could have two to four players. Brilliant. Uh, we could also, when her grand comes around, get her grand involved because her grand likes Mario. She's played Mario Odyssey and used to play um, Super Mario Brothers on the, on the NES, which was quite unusual but uh yeah. thought yeah she comes around we can get three players on the go It'd be quite fun turns out that you can't use a pro controller for the control number three you have to have a joy con oh which i thought well that's that's a bad thing because i don't want to buy i'm not buying a whole set of joy cons just to just to play mario party um when we played it unless i did something wrong when you're playing the straight up mario party game on one of the boards it automatically filled in two spaces with computer opponents, mm. which is quite annoying when just watching two other players, all their animations when they're not in the room, I found quite irritating and it seemed to make the games longer than I wanted them to be. Yeah. And also it's just like a fruit machine just because I, because I, know, I know I've got no control over the dice rolling anyway, but at least I'm pressing a button to get it to stop. But when it's all automatic, I just think they're f- cheating bastards. <laughs> yeah. Like Mario Kart and all that and rubber banding and stuff. I'm thinking, I wonder if they're doing the same in this game. So I don't yeah. trust the AI in it. Yeah. Um, oh, that, that was the other game where you're just running away from ghosts. Uh, so that, that was, so, you know, we did that. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that did my editing was every time we played, I won every game. And then at the end of the game, when you get awarded these bonus stuff, I've never played a Mario Party game, by the way. So I know this is all new to me, hmm. but I had legitimately won that fucking game every time getting the most fucking stars like you're supposed to. I need to have that little fucking toady bastard. Give all the bonus stars to other people for random fucking reasons, which meant I didn't win a fucking game. And that, that got right on my nerves. Yeah, that you know, wouldn't be I was thinking, right, oh, okay, right. So last time they gave a star out for whoever moved the most spaces, and that was me. Oh, no, this time they're giving something because, oh, this one goes to whoever's wearing green shoes. And it's like, what? What the fuck? Or something. And it, it all all the bonus stars always avoided me. Uh, I might have only won by one star, but then because I get no bonus stars, I come second or third. And I'm I'm a very very sore loser when it's out of my fucking control. Mm. That so, doesn't sound like fun. Yeah. No, but it's a shame because the actual gameplay I didn't mind, and I didn't mind the some of the mini games we played. I thought it was quite fun. I could see potential in it, but but it just seemed to want to hurt me. And so I just checked out the the resale price, and because it's Nintendo, they hold their value. 
Yeah. What did you trade it in for? Uh, oh, no, I just traded it in for cash in the end. Oh, did, okay, okay. So there, there was nothing I particularly wanted at the time, so I just, just traded it in for, for the readies. Yeah. Well, it was like, it, it, I think it cost me three quid to own it for a week, so that's fine. Yeah, sort of like a blockbuster rental then, sort of. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah. If, you, if you've got the people and the Joy-Cons and stuff, then yeah, it'd be good fun. Because I had ideas of possibly taking it around her parents' house and at <clears throat> Christmas and playing it there and whatnot, but I thought, I'm, st- I'm still not paying another 60 quid for a pair of Joy-Cons just yeah. to play Mario Party two or three times a year. Uh, yeah, that's a bit sneaky. It's a bit naughty. Yes. So, um, Right, I'll, I'll jump in then uh, mm-hmm. and just very quickly mention some DLC. So I finished Far Cry 5, the story, but I, cause I've never bought... played it. Yeah. <laughs> I've still never played a Far Cry game. Haven't you? Oh wow! Well, I mean, no. You should get four. Or you can get like for like a fiver or something. I mean, that's that's good fun. Um, but yeah, Far Cry Five finished that the main story, you know, and whatever. It's good. It's you know, good fun game. But whatever. But because I bought the season pass, um, I thought I'll try out the DLC. Uh, and there's three different what versions that or three different games should we say there's one called Dead Living Zombies. Uh, then there's guess what that one's about. Then there's Fish. one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's another one called um, Hours of Darkness. I think it's called Hours of Darkness, which is set in Vietnam. And then there's one called Lost on Mars. Uh, and I'll probably rank them in as much as the, my favourite was probably Hours of Darkness. It doesn't real really kind of... It's a bit random, to be honest with you, because it doesn't yeah. bear any relation to anything in the game like or you know it's just it's set in vietnam and you get shot down and you have to make your way from one part of the jungle to the next so it incorporates sort of elements of an open world you know the open world sort of nature of the game but it's a bit more linear um took me about three hours to finish and the good thing about it is you can feel like rambo because you get a bow and arrow and you shoot you shoot shooting gooks in the uh in You can't say that. That's what will racism. <laughs> Wait, that's what they say. <laughs> so no, <laughs> shooting Vietnamese, uh, uh, you know, people. I guess so. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was that was fun. For, like I said, three hours. There was no humour to it particularly. There was. It was just. It was just literally. You're in uh, Vietnam and get from A to B, and and you know kill people along the way um dead living zombies is that was a weird one because there's but i think there's about i don't know 10 let's say 10 to 15 i can't remember off the top of my head uh little segments which can last anything between five minutes and 15 minutes and it starts off with you uh with your uh, director pitching a story to different uh producers and it's all about zombies and he's saying right this is the story this is what's gonna happen and you know so and and then the one thing i liked about it was uh did you ever play call of war as gunslinger it's a bit it's an oldish game i don't think i did either no yeah that's good fun as well uh first person shooter cowboy game but it's kind of like with that it's a guy walks into a bar and he's telling people about his story his life and no no it might just been the demo i played but no or was it oh no i think i've got it i have it's got worth it play. definitely yeah, worth playing I, I think that's a ubi game as well mm. and and so this follows uh, oh, excuse me the same type of um 
theme in as much as that, you know, he'll be narrating the story as you're playing it. So, and then he'll be having arguments with the direct, uh, sorry, with the producer saying, no, it was like, it was like the you know, really kind of like um, atmospheric darkness. And then this producer will, will be saying, well, actually it'd be better off in the daylight. So it's constantly changing in front of you, like the setting yeah. is, which is quite cool. Um, but just the sort of like the nature of the, the games, it's hard. It feels more of a score chaser than an actual sort of, you know, uh, bit of DLC that you can get your teeth into because it's over before you you can, you know, play it. You can do that in about an hour and a half to two hours. And then the one I was probably was most looking forward to uh, is, it was Lost on Mars. I actually ended up being the most disappointing of the lot because that's probably the more substantial in terms of length and gameplay and girth um, of, of the whole lot because that's probably about six hours maybe if you do everything. Um, and it looks really nice. You know, it's set on Mars. You, you uh, are a character that's in the main game and you get transported up to Mars uh, with another character and you have to fight aliens, you know, which is great because it's a it's a bit like Starship Troopers uh, and it's, you know, kind of like um, a hick goes to Mars and has to try and save the day. But the other character that's in it kind of brought the whole ex experience down for me in as much as he's the most annoying fucker <laughs> <laughs> and, and he he's they do the whole um future armor thing in as much as he's just ahead so you have to find his other body parts like his arms and his legs but so he kind of floats around with you but he never shuts the fuck up and he just he talks constantly and he's just talking at absolute bollocks and don't get me wrong i like talking bollocks as much as anyone i'm sure you know people know this but oh, they're cool talking bollocks god yes creamy smooth talking <laughs> but, creamy bollocks. <laughs> but there is a limit to how much bollocks I, I, I like to talk and this was just too much for me so it, it ended up just being annoying uh, so but um as a package you know you can probably get the season pass fairly cheap i think uh, i think it's in the sale at the moment i quite like the look of all of it all well i say like the look of it i've never bloody bought for uh, far cry 5 but when i saw the when i saw the announcement of all the dlc i like the idea that it was three totally separate little things yeah it's definitely a, yeah. Def definitely a mixed bag you know definitely uh you know there's the kind of the the whole sort of again random nature of a lot of the different sort of things that they they've got because like with far cry 3 they got blood dragon yeah um so, and i played that and again that was quite cool because it was uh, a bit of you know got michael bean playing the main character and and uh you know a bit of a throwback to 80s trashy you know um vhs stuff so but um but yeah, this this one's not bad actually. If you can pick up the season pass for a tenner, there's three yeah, lots yeah. of DLC. You might, you know, you'll probably you'll get something out of out of it. So, um, I'll very briefly talk about this. I picked up. Uh, I say I, we, uh, <laughs> not we, Wayne. Uh, <laughs> we Wayne. Wayne picked yeah. up um, Black Ops Four, mm. uh, which we game we played this at Eurogamer, and it's. We came away with it being the most surprisingly fun game that we probably played out of everything, considering it's Call of Duty. And uh, but because um, the whole thing with this, you know, they've been to talk about oh they got rid of the story mode, which I always played the story mode, but a lot a lot of people didn't, and uh, particularly with the Black Ops games, they just didn't. Well, Black Ops two and three were shite, uh, to put it bluntly. Um, 
so I wasn't really that bothered about the lack of a story mode, but the whole thing is, well, they've replaced it with a Battle Royale mode. But surprisingly, that's not the mode that we've been playing the most of. There's a, a mode called Control, which is yeah. essentially a bit like um, uh, oh, Domination. If, I don't know if you've ever played it. What's Dom Domination? So Domination is you've got three points on a map and you have to capture and hold those points, but they can be taken over. Uh, by other people and it's kind of a back and forth uh between the both opposing sort of sides to yeah. to get as many points as you can to accumulate as many points as you can by capturing you have to remember i've never played any of this online oh, okay okay so um whereas control is the same type of thing but it's point a and b but you you have the opportunity to switch uh switch so you're the attacker on, on in one game, then you're the defender in the next game. It's just really fun. And it's just, I don't know what it is about it. It's just, we, we just play this all the time. And it's a really fun game. I have played the Blackout mode, which is the Battle Royale mode. And I did play PUBG. Um, and we played that quite a lot. We got quite obsessed with it to a point where until we, we won, you know, um, a game. And then we just never went back to it. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever watched any of the videos of this Blackout mode. Uh, or if you've got no. any interest in it at all. But so it is amazing to sort of like we I kind of commented and talked to Wayne about it, thinking what this is a, it's it's like they've copied PUBG even to a point of the locations, the buildings. It just feels like you're playing PUBG, but it's Call of Duty. So better controls. But better so so much better you know not janky you know uh and you know you end up doing the same things that you would do in PUBG, which is finding somewhere safe and sitting in a toilet where there's no windows <laughs> that's, that's what i like to spend my life yeah so that's exactly that's what you end up doing you know sitting in a toilet waiting hoping that the circle is within the area that you're that you'll place so you don't have to run it you know and and find somewhere safe to hide uh, and risk getting shot and just watch the counter go down when people yeah. get killed that's what PUBG is do you know what i mean <laughs> uh, basically hide and seek yeah sit in a awesome. sit, sit in a toilet um so there's no windows around you uh listening for footsteps watching the counter go down saying oh my god there's only 10 people left you know and then it gets to that point where it gets, it does, it is tense and it is exciting. I'm making light yeah. of it, but it is tense and exciting. Uh, and then hearing footsteps, and thinking, fuck, there's somebody in the room, there's somebody in the house, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and then hoping that you kill them before they kill you. But so it, it feels like it's kind of weird. Like I said, it almost feels like, because I've played a fair bit of PUBG, like, like PUBG has had a massive upgrade, like a massive kind of patch, and it's become this because that's kind of what it feels like now. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, so yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and fair play to them. I think they pulled it off, you know. Uh, so, and and just generally speaking, I, I've I've got no, I don't miss the lack of single player at all. To be quite honest with you, uh, and I think this is quite an interesting, different way to go. Um, so fair play to them, you know. They, I think they... a lot of people were surprised because it's reviewed really well. Yeah. And, it, and the, the you know beforehand, yeah, the, the buzz around it was don't care, it's got no story. Why are they just doing a why are they doing a battle royale? It's going to be shit. And then when it actually came out, people seem to have really enjoyed it. So it'd be interesting to see where they go next. I mean, 
I haven't played a Call of Duty game now since Black Ops 2, I think. No, was it even Black Ops 2? Can't remember. Maybe yeah. even Black Ops 1. But, um, Black Ops 2, that was the first, that was set in the sort of, sort of future. Well, I haven't, um, I haven't played a Call of Duty this gen anyway. Okay, yeah. So, and, uh, I, I did love them for a little while. But um, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't know how I'd get on with those modes. I mean, I did try. Uh, I tried Fortnite on the Switch for okay. about half an hour. Yeah. Um, I started four games that I didn't. Yeah, you know, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But I thought, hey, all these cool hipster kids with beards and fucking braces—they're playing it, so it must be really good. And I tried it four times. Uh, did the jump? Well, you end up free falling from the sky. I landed three times and got shot straight away. Uh, and I was just going to random places. The fourth time, I managed to get into a building and then got shot and then thought, no, thank you very much. I <laughs> yeah. can't be bothered. I just cannot be bothered with learning learning two seconds at a time because I'll just get killed again. Can't be bothered. So, no. Sorry, yeah. kids. I have, uh, haven't touched Fortnite at all. I just uh, no interest in it whatsoever. Um, so, but yeah. Uh, there you go. So, uh, go on then. Uh, by the way, do you need a piss or a break? Because we've been going for a little while. Um, I don't think so. Oh shit! My body's broken. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you had you had me convinced then that you actually had broken something. <laughs> Sounds like your asshole. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if it's leaking now. Mm. Oh, lovely! It sounded a bit. Oh, what uh, leaking? Yeah. Um, go on then. Let's let's pass right. it back to you. Um, where am I? Here I am. Uh, Life is strange. Two episode one. Ooh, I watched uh, Wayne play um, twenty minutes of this at Eurogamer. Um, yeah. I got no real interest in playing it because I thought if I'm going to play it, then I'll wait for it to come out. You know. Um, so I just, I think, you know, I just sat on the floor and had a rest while he watched while he played it and I watched it. Uh, So I watched him uh, fuck about for 10 minutes trying to find the right wrench for the bloke to fix his car, (laughs) which which was fun. Um, But I have to say, uh, because there was obviously a limited time on the demo and he did finish the the demo uh, because some people didn't. Um, And it looked really good. Uh, I've got to say, I I was quite impressed with it. so and I'm not how long to... was the demo was it 20 was it much beyond the wrench it was yeah so you some shit happens basically I was say, is there something spoilerable that happens yes something something bad happens okay kind of so that... sets you off on your journey yeah that takes you up to the title screen oh wow really in the main game yeah no way okay that's your pre-credit sequence um that's a yes. fucking. That's what. That's up there with the Last of Us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's pretty powerful stuff, if I'm yeah. honest. Um, because I don't mind. I don't mind the episodic nature of it. Although I'll um, I wish they'd have uh, brought another episode out before Christmas. They might still do that, but the lack of news about a release date for episode two is a bit worrying. Because I think with the with the first series they weren't too bad at releasing them maybe maybe one or two episodes slipped beyond a month but it seems they seem to come out fairly quickly whereas mm. this yeah i'm hoping they'll they'll speed it up a little bit uh so this doesn't have any 
at the moment majorly direct ties with characters or plot from Life is Strange episode one. Um, set in the same world, there are a few snippets here and there to put it into the same world as, as series one, sorry. But uh, we're talking different characters and uh, there's no time rewinding mechanic in this game or anything like that at the moment. It's just, a, it's not straightforward, but it's a tale of two brothers where something happens and they find themselves on a road trip alone. Uh, to say any more than that is to spoil a bit too much because, mm. yeah, it again. It, I mean, I, I found it with the first the first series. I found it with uh, Before the Storm and the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which was the little free one they gave away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all emotionally uh, very charged, and they know how to hit you with a sucker punch mm. in a in a big way. And they know how to subvert your expectations with certain characters, which they do in this episode, where you're certain that some people are going to be a certain type of person. And it turns out they're not. They're the opposite. Um, but not all the time. So sometimes your your fears are true about characters. They don't hold back about potential violence to children, which is um, you know, a touchy subject, obviously. But you know we're dealing with some nasty people in this world. Nothing like um, you know, don't cut off a kid's face or anything like that. But you know, <laughs> but you know, one of them, you know, you might get a, a big gut punch or something to to a small child, which is something you don't see very often. So it, it hits pretty hard, and the the relationship between the two brothers is excellently done because mm-hmm. the voice acting is, as a whole, pretty damn good. Um, so without spoiling too much, it's a very strong start to what I hope will be a very strong series again. Mm. And I know we now live in a post-Telltale world as well. Um, with t- Telltale going bust, this is this is don't not again. So and I'm hoping that they can continue to make a game of this caliber to possibly keep this kind of genre stroke episodic game going. Because say with Telltale spread himself too thin, and I'm hoping they don't not don't do the same thing. Because mm. they, uh, they bought a game at was it Vamp- Vampire or uh, that, yeah, I, I, I was interested in that until I saw it, which was a bit weird. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but uh, that was their other game. So yeah, uh, that well, that's a a bad thing because, like I said, I haven't really heard much about it at all. To be honest, yeah, I think. I I heard it was a game where you play a vampire and you have moral choices about who to kill and feed off and who not to kill and feed off and that can have effects on everyone around you in the place you are. So I was thinking more along the lines of like another sort of adventure gamey type thing where you have got really difficult decisions that can have multi paths off in all directions. And it turned out that it was like a full price game that's almost like a third person kind of action adventure RPG where there is some of that, but it wasn't in my head. I was thinking it'll be like a like a Life is Strange style game, but with, where you're a vampire instead. And I thought, oh, that could be interesting. And I don't it wasn't what I expected out of it, so I didn't really pay much attention, if I'm mm. honest. No, but I you say from what I I couldn't hear what was going on, but I could read the subtitles and I could see obviously, and I, and I liked mm. it. Uh, I liked what I saw, so I'll be keeping my eyes open for that one. Um, so uh, you got you got. Do you want to jump in with another one? I know I've got three left uh, basically. I've got what have I got? Let's have a look. Uh, done, kind of done. I've got two, and one of them is not really much to say. Oh, 
let me jump in with one then. So this okay. is I'm now into sort of PlayStation territory. So um, this is now the exclusives. And the, it's weird because uh, I've played this already, but I wanted to go back because I, I owned it digitally and I, I, I wanted to sort of play it on the PlayStation 4. Cause, yeah. uh, and it's The Last of Us remastered. Oh, marvellous game. Uh, so I played the play the, the original on the playstation 3 um and looking back you're thinking god that fucking game must have made that machine creak <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, the strain of uh you know just what's going on um uh, in fact i've been having a naughty dog fest kind of thing over the last couple of weeks i've just been playing naughty dog games well there's uh, worse things to put your face in i tell you what you know i think I mean, I, I know you're probably the biggest game you're going to be maybe talking about is uh, is from Rockstar. Uh, and I, I think Naughty Dog are up there with the likes of Rockstar and maybe oh, yeah. possibly more so because they're more consistent with their releases than Rockstar yeah. games, I, you know. But uh, so The Last of Us Remastered, because uh, I've, I've got a 4K TV with HDR. So uh, I've never seen this, uh, you know, played sort of like you know with the brightness and everything else and um it, it not so much the resolution but i found that with games um it's the hdr that really makes the games pop it's yeah. not necessarily the resolution of them it's because i you know i i've played games at 1440p on the pc because that's the, the best way that they'll run on my computer um i was gonna say there's a lot of PC owning people out there who you are now like the devil to them. Yeah, why? Because I've got a PlayStation. Or... Well, no, but like you just said, well, it's not about resolution. You'll be saying it's not about frame rate in a minute, and there's going to be mass suicides. Oh God, no, 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 no. That's the thing. See, so anyway, on because I've got a Pro. As I say, that's if I was going to get a PlayStation, I, I, I wanted to get a Pro again because what's the point? I've got a 4K TV, so I might yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah. Um. So, and then and, and with that, The Last of Us does have a couple of modes. You can have like one that is locked at 30 but has better shadows um you know or uh, you can have one that is um target 60 frames a second i'm not going to get into all that bollocks no. um but then you know it, it's a, it runs slightly better but has slightly downgraded graphics shall we say all again i don't you can't tell the fucking difference unless you actually scrutinize these things to an nth degree when you're actually playing them um it's it's another question so um anyway i have played this before uh but playing it again on a f like i said with the hdr element to it and i know that regular playstations can do hdr uh, it it does breathe new life into these games i have to say just kind of seeing them in a totally different light no pun intended um <laughs> <laughs> let's see. i wish i did because that's quite clever <laughs> <laughs> but it's that opening to that game is so powerful and yep. and like you know really i don't think it matters whether or not you've got children but the, i think i've got you know two young children particularly girls you know it does it did hit hard and and again started welling up playing it again it had that same impact and as a pre-credits kind of just that whole experience you know i think a lot of people have played the last of us now so it's no spoiler but it's a an outbreak and you are just experiencing the start of it it's a bit like the remake of um day uh, dawn of the dead yeah yeah you know what i mean it's all it's all happening it's horrible and you know 
seeing all of that kind of kicking off, you know, and be brilliant. Oh, it's amazing. And then the game itself, uh, it's so, so good. Again, typical um, uh, Naughty Dog characters, you know, the voice acting just brings them to life. Now, I must admit, kind of because my memory was hazy on it, because I think it came out in 2015 and it was uh, maybe even earlier than that. I can't remember. Maybe 2013. Can't remember. Anyway, um, so but my memory of it is Joel was a lot more grumpier towards ellie whereas having replayed it um well firstly i found it a lot easier don't get me wrong there's still points where i died in it because some of the monsters in it called the clickers which are fucking terrifying um that they are one hit kills so if they grab hold of you you're fucked basically um if you've not got much in your bag they're terrifying yeah um but i there was some sections you know because you use stealth as well uh Joel's got super hearing sort of so you can sort of slow down uh, and listen with what's going on, which helps you plan your attacks uh, and, and everything else. There's sort of little mini open world type elements like little sort of like um, areas that you go to and there's enemies roaming around and, you know, you have to take them out quietly and everything else. Uh, or you can go in and kill everyone, but you don't generally don't last very long when you do that. Um, so I didn't find it as hard as I did. And I also found the relationship was different and again maybe it's just as uh, i just yes there's an element of grumpiness there is an element of him he doesn't want to the responsibility of of looking after this young female but then at the same time they seem to bond a lot quicker than i remembered which again memory hate could be hazy and all that no, 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 no i think i know what you mean i got that the first the first time i tried to play it and then i stopped and then when i went back and completed it yeah i thought he was an asshole a lot longer but it turns out no he's not yeah, he's, he's standoffish. I don't think he's an asshole. He just doesn't really want to do it. And she's not really overly keen on him for part of it as well. But then yeah. it's, it's their experiences that draw him closer. So it made, made sense. Made sense to me. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a bleak game. Don't get me wrong. But, mm. uh, you know, and it you could argue, and I'm nitpicking here, the getting ladders, uh you know, you're thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm getting another ladder to climb up something, you know, uh, <laughs> or I'm getting another pallet for Ellie to swim up because she can't swim. So I have to go and fucking get a pallet for her to climb on so I can transport her to it. You know, all those things do happen fairly regularly, but I'm and I'm nitpicking overall. It's such a, an incredible game. And then. I went and played the the DLC, which uh, is called Left Behind, which yeah. kind of fills in the gaps between the sort of like, I suppose, halfway through uh, The Last of Us or three quarters of the way through The Last of Us uh, and also adds some backstory to Ellie. Um, yeah. I'm a bit torn as to whether I think it's better or because it's shorter. It's about two to three hours long. Yeah. Uh, and it's, but I don't know whether it's, it's actually, I'll say better or on par. It's definitely on par, but I don't know. There's just stuff in there that, that, that happens that I, I don't, you couldn't, couldn't understand what I'm trying to say that, that it's, it's a, it's fantastic. It really is. And I, it's just it's a short kind of burst yeah, because uh, uh, the main game for The Last of Us is, between, I think, anything between thirteen and fifteen hours long. Uh, yeah, it's quite long. 
so you know it does kind of go on for a bit um whereas this is just a a, a nice like i said the, i think the the thing that i admire the most out of it is that what they achieved in such a short space of time if yeah that makes sense whereas like with the with 15 hours you get time to perfect mechanics it teaches you stuff whereas this kind of yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's better but i think it works because you've already got when you play that you've already got that that 13 hours you've spent with ellie anyway so you've got all of that background to her to help you understand her character three quarters of the way through last of us when some of it takes place but to also understand who she becomes even though you played a prequel as well so you, because you've already got all of that backstory built up then i think that that's you know that allows the short running time to work i think yeah maybe. yeah yeah definitely uh, but so anyway i played that straight afterwards and just i didn't you know just fell in love with it again all and and i've seen the videos for um the last of us 2 and i mean that looks phenomenal you know it just uh but again i think it's just the the hdr lighting and everything it just it it's subtle uh but in a way that it just it's impressive you know yeah. um and it it's yeah fantastic i even started fucking about with the photo mode on it um because there's a photo mode where you can <clears throat> that's actually really clever and how they do so you, you can so, so like pause the game take a snapshot of what's going on and just the, move the camera around like independently 360 yeah. uh, it's so impressive how they do that you know and you can end up spending about half an hour just because there's a bit where you get to uh a carousel and you you know you're walking around and telling jokes to each other which again is just just so fantastic uh she's reading out of a book but you know you don't have to do that no. but i chose to ca carry on telling all the jokes just because it was it was part of that experience it was that character that was doing it you know it was almost like it wasn't me deciding it. I just wanted to hear them talking and laughing and groaning at the jokes that weren't funny. You know, it's just oh, so good. Yeah. Well, they, what they did well with both, well, with the, with, with the last of us and the DLC is you're right. They're massively bleak. Like the world there is horrendously bleak just as it starts to really bog you down. Then they'll stick in a moment of beautiful beautifulness, like a little moment of serenity will happen, which kind of resets your clock on the whole thing. Yeah, it's like I found that with the clickers as well. It's obviously there's areas where there's clickers, and they, yeah, you know, especially your first playthrough, they could be bastards, and you just start to get tired of how fucking dangerous they are. Then it will throw you in a place where there's only humans, which mm -hmm. um, although there's more of them, they're generally easier to deal with because you can just hit them to death they're not one hit kills yeah but then by doing that i would go through a whole area in last of us where there's nothing but people i'd almost forget that clickers exist and then you walk out into a different part of the world and then you hear that that fucking noise in the background it's like oh fuck yeah there's oh shit i hate the clickers yeah Bugger. And it's all it's the 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 sort of the infected mixed with the clickers, which is terrifying mm. because those bastards will charge at you and they won't kill you like you know, they'll just hit you or slow you down. But then there's a clicker right behind it, you know, and you think, you know, they're yeah. just they're almost like the the sort of like the the ones that will spot you for the clickers to then yeah. take take you down. Uh, and then there's those big bastards that spit jizz all over you. Um <laughs> which are annoying but um oh god yeah it is i mean i don't you know they're a uh, fucking 
bits of that game which are ultra bleak you know it just you know you meet up people and you know doesn't go well so to say the least uh and i completely forgot about some of that you know i knew what happened to one of the characters but i didn't remember what happened to the other and how quickly and shocking it it, it happens uh and i'm yeah. sk- skirting over the issue i don't want to spoil it for people who haven't played it yet but that 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 is you know horrible but then there's like you said towards the end where you're walking around um and you walk into a zoo and oh my god that is just uh, amazing you know magnificent is what it is it's it's yeah it's it's just class the sometimes uh naughty dog's pacing is just superb yeah Um, all the time sometimes they just hit the right spots at the right moment it's like do you know what well done yeah yeah uh i've got one more game but uh yeah. go on since you've got a couple uh, should we leave your biggie to the last uh, well sure. i don't know because i don't know how much i'll be able to say about it okay but um give you general impressions mm. on it anyway yeah my only other little one was i've been playing a lot of luminaires on the switch okay uh which is most people don't like like a, it's a puzzle game set to music it's almost like a cross between kind of columns and tetris but to music uh and i've just found it really addictive i, I had the, i had the version they put on the vita as well and played that a lot and for some reason i've just been recently i've been playing it a lot on the on the switch as well i find it calming mm. um oh yeah and it could be because i played a couple of weeks i haven't bought it yet but a couple of weeks ago i played the vr demo for tetris effect oh i played that at, um yeah i played that eurogamer as well um yeah, that that's going to be worrying when I pick that up because I'll just probably lose hours in that because yeah. I like I like music based puzzle games and you know Tetris is excellent and then it's made by but it, the fellow who did Res and mm. etc. Him it's... doing the visuals and everything and the syncing with the music. Tried the demo, thought it was fantastic, so I'll be picking that up at some point. That could be my over Christmas game, I think. Yeah, have you actually? You haven't mentioned many VR games. Have you played Astro Bot or tried that? Because that's um, I played the demo and it's excellent. Do you remember? Have you played it? No, you wouldn't have played it. Would no, you? no, no, I haven't played that one. But do you remember the demo? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's basically the whole game. The demo you get with the with the PSVR, the, the um, thingy. Yeah, the little three D platforming level. It's an entire game of that, and it's the the demo was a couple of levels and a boss. And it was as charming as fuck. And I still stand by what I said you know, last year or year before, whatever it was, is that uh, VR works just as well if you're a little 3D, if you're a 3D camera in a platform game or a 3D or an open world game, if you could do an open world game, because it's like watching this little miniature diorama of mini creatures run around you. And it's, I find the whole thing thoroughly wonderful, to be yeah. honest. Is that, this little uh... robot personality crawling all around you. I found it, uh, yeah, I really, really, really loved it. Yeah, there's but I that... think I'm getting it for Christmas, so Ooh, okay. I can't buy it. Uh, there's that the one that's supposed to be really good as well. Is it Moss? Have you tried that? Yes, I tried the demo of that. I haven't picked it up. I was waiting for that at a sale for some reason. Um, and again, yeah, I I just still in VR can't get over the fact that you have a little creature there. You can lean right up to them, and it's they're just like little real. It's like little figures it's like someone doing a really smooth stop motion animation sylvanian family in front of your face <laughs> I, I still find vr like magical um because i did go back and play resident evil 7 again 
Oh, yeah. And just, uh, yeah, just walking up to objects, just leaning in close to them and just going, that looks like it's actually fucking there. That's mental. And then looking around the corner. (laughs) I was like, you didn't find that magical, did you? No. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you you just look around the corner and it feels like you're just leaning over. So it's just bizarre. I still find the whole thing, yeah, brilliant. When it when it's done really well, still yeah. still fucking love VR. Shit, scary. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, First time, not so much the second time. If I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, I I must admit, because I've been looking, there's um, a few Black Friday deals on the VR, like 170 quid, I think, gets you a VR uh, Astro Bot and a f- couple of other games, I think, as well. But yeah. um, so, but I must admit, because like I said, now I've got a PlayStation. The games on my um, to-do list are i want to go back and play replay uncharted 4 um are horizon zero dawn yes uh, spider-man yeah god of war so those are my three uh that i want to do so yeah those are on my sort of like to-do list um so shall we say so i am maybe tempted to get it because i think they've done a refinement of vr so there's... They have that will now do HDR pass through as well, won't it? Which the original one won't do. So, if you wanted HDR, you'd have to on the old unit, you'd have to unplug the little side box Switch and it out. Yeah. fuck around with it. Whereas now they've got thinner cables and HDR pass through on the box, which is like, why? Why don't they just sell that little box on its own? I find that quite annoying. Yeah, yeah. So, have you played much VR? Is it mainly demos then? Because I don't. Okay. Um, I haven't bought a VR game in a while, if I'm honest. But as I said, I'm, 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 I will be getting Astrobot and Tetris Effect. Um, apart from that, it's the odd demo here and there. It's it's a thing that I'll I'll go a couple of months maybe without turning it on, and then I'll play it a lot over a few weeks, and then sort of step away from it, play a normal game, and then go back into it, which is kind of what I thought it would be, to be fair. So yeah. good for me. Yeah. And I've still got Wipeout on it, and Wipeout is still amazing in VR. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, well, that's the thing, see, with PlayStation, you can do, like, the game sharing thing as well. So um, yeah. that, that it's a bit more faffy than the Xbox, but uh, it does work. So uh, I do have Wipeout on an account. Uh, so if I do get VR, then it's it's waiting for me. Mm. So um, uh, changes the game. Yes. Um, so have you got have you got one more game left then? I've got one more game left, yeah. By my reckoning. So I'll... I'll finish off then so uh to fit to well i've already kind of given you a clue to sort of talk <laughs> about the uh the, the naughty dog thing so i get and i got the lost legacy um oh. which um i can't remember came out just after or around the time when i sold my playstation so never played it heard loads and loads of good things about it um so this is a bit little bit different to the obviously the main get you players uh chloe and nadine uh is in the story and i i've got because i've finished uncharted 4 again i i want to go back and replay it uh because i've played it once and really really enjoyed it although I, my memory of it is that it maybe felt a little bit too long possibly i think it's because it's a goodbye to drake isn't it so it is longer than your average uncharted game yeah so that that i do but i do want to go back uh and the pacing seemed a little bit maybe sort of off with it i I, Mm. don't get me wrong fantastic some amazing sort of set pieces in it the bell tower the the 
the chase with the truck. But I've got to say, the Lost Legacy has kind of blown me away. I've, I finished it last night at about one o'clock in the morning because I, I knew I was close to the end and I didn't want to put it down. Uh, and I've finished it within the space of a week, really, because um, it's about, I think I maybe played it for about eight hours, seven yeah. or eight hours. Um, and again, similar to Left Behind, what they've packed into uh, a more sort of shorter experience is remarkable. And I've got to say, it is, you know, I don't think they've done anything to improve it over, say, Uncharted 4, but it feels like it looks absolutely astonishingly beautiful in places. Like, to a point where I was just, I was sitting and looking. There are certain views and vistas, and I was just like, this is amazing. Like, even to the, the level of detail in these games, like that, that Naughty Dog in general, but that, you know, you, you're again, go back a little bit. So the, 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 the aspects of Uncharted 4, where you're in your Jeep and you're, you're driving around, uh, they've expanded on that. So you, you've got like a little sandbox to play, not like a massive yeah. open world. Don't get me wrong. You're not going to get lost, but there's enough there to, for you to sort of like explore at your own free will to a certain extent. Um, so but you're in the jeep and you're driving from place to place but the level just like when she changes gear or you know on the gear stick uh or when the mud or the rain the, I, was, I was looking at the the puddles you know like that the performing yeah. sort of like when it's raining and thinking this is amazing you know and um again it's that whole it's got a start middle and end and the way that it works is so well done and the characters and you can like looking back at it now, they're sort of like, I don't say too wanky about it, but the character arc from where they start to where they end up is so well done. And uh, the, the, the story with Chloe, it's so well paced, you know, um, to where um, you don't, you know, you go from sort of like, okay, you, you, you give a shit about it to us, but then you actually really care for it. And the facial animations of the characters themselves, when it and and the the way that everything is kind of in engine, like it'll go from cutscene to game, uh, almost like you know flawlessly, and yeah, and that is so impressive to watch, uh, and watching them talking to each other and the whole ups and downs that they have, it's. It's absolutely incredible, and and to a point where, again, because my memory of Uncharted Four was it's great and everything, but it felt a bit overly long. Um, uh, whereas this, it's possibly up there as one as maybe my favourite Uncharted, which is kind of weird to say, considering it's not about you know Nathan Drake and everything. It's just just like the story, the characters, the the you know the. I love the open world sort of nature of it as well, to a certain degree. And the, oh my God, the graphics are amazing. You know, um, uh, just just everything, the level of detail, just the, the way that the plants move around you as you walk, you know, through a whole load of plants and everything. And, you know, you can hide in them. And it's just so organic and feels natural. Um, I loved it from start to finish. And it just, yeah, it blew me away, to be quite honest with you. And, um 
uh, to a point where uh, you know you get a little thing halfway through and you, you know if you search for all the little uh trinkets so that you can find the treasure uh hidden yeah. treasure chest you know because it vibrates and it kind of makes a sound when you're close to a, a treasure chest. i was doing all that you know and i, I i'm not saying anything it's a year old now so I, but i still don't want to spoil it but it's got a sequence in it that rivals any you know anything in shorty too yeah <laughs> you know if you know, yeah. what, if you know what i'm yeah. saying and and it, it's, it's, oh my god it's so good it really is fantastic um yeah. and i just i love being with those characters uh i really warm to chloe i really and because she's in two and three uh and four i think um so you know she's been in them before but because she's only been really i suppose a side character you you kind of you didn't really pay much attention to her um whereas in this you you really warm to her and i'd love to play another game with these two characters do you know what i mean yeah uh, i would so it's like yeah. they took everything from the first well took everything from the four uncharted games they made and then just stripped away what they thought was the best stuff uh and then yeah just just condensed it down to eight to ten hour game there's no fat in that game at all. The plot is tight. The gameplay is tight. There's not a moment. There's not a moment wrong in it, really, at all. And the, they've done what they always do: write good characters. And I think you're right. It probably could be the best Uncharted game because it's like here's everything we've learned, and here it is all condensed. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's awesome. I'm so impressed with it. Uh, like I said, I'd heard it was good. But I, was, I had no idea how good it was actually going to be. Um, so, yeah, amazing. Uh, and again, um, the HDR lighting just it brings these games like, t t you know, to life it, all over again. Just makes them shine, makes them sing. Um, so, yeah, that's it's one of my best investments, I think, is is like with a TV, with with the HDR. Um, yeah. you know, the whole 4K-ness side of things, I ain't bothered. When you when you see a game and it's got that amazing lighting in it, oh god, it looks looks so good. So, but there you go. That that's that's what we keep aside from other little bits and pieces. But those are the main games I've been playing. Uh, and like I said, I'm thinking that the next one I play is uh, God of War. Uh, yeah, have have heard no. great things about Spider Man, but I think I'm going to keep that one on the back burner for a little bit and play God of War first, uh, mm -hmm. and and then. Uh, maybe leave Horizon Zero Dawn till last. Um, yeah, that, that's supposed to look stunning in HDR. Yeah, so Horizon. Oh, but there you go. It's a but... stunning looking game. Go on then. This is the game, the most anticipated, probably the best selling game of this year. I would imagine, based on stuff I've read. So tell us all about it. I, I haven't bought it. Uh, well, you're going to think I'm a twat, but the, uh, the no. Well, well, the PlayStation I got actually came with Red Dead Redemption on disc, mm. but because I wasn't bothered, I sold it for fifty quid the same day. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> because I'm not—I'm probably one of the few people that is genuinely not that fussed about Red Dead. I played the first one, as you know, and completed it. But if it was GTA, I'd be all over it. But there's just. It, it just doesn't click with me or doesn't make me want to... Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Oh, can, they're, I, they're totally different games. I can totally appreciate it for what it is, but it's just... It's not, not for me. Sorry. Yeah. That's fair enough. So, yeah. So, right. Fallout 76 then. <laughs> um, no. So, no. 
Yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, not sure where you start with this. Uh, I'll say I'm only about, well, to be honest, I'm probably at about 12, 13 hours in and I haven't really done much game. Uh, we'll break it down. Okay, obvious one. Graphically, um, what the, I mean, I'm playing on a on a I'm playing on a launch night PS4 at the moment. Uh, as an open world game, what Rockstar have got that machine doing, I'm not entirely sure. Not on that kind of scale. Um, like you said, games like Uncharted um, will have better character models, for instance. But the lighting and the world in this game are pretty damn amazing, if I'm honest. And the detail levels for an open world game is astonishing. I mean, let's not get it wrong. Rockstar would have pretty much, the amount of money they've made off GTA V, their budget for this game is almost probably bottomless. So they have spent spent it making this thing look fucking amazing. And it does look fucking amazing. Um, right. I've heard a lot of people complain about this game as well. I mean, it seems to have been like critically, like everyone loves it. Um, people actually playing it seem to be quite divided um, over a number of things. I've heard people complain that the start is slow, where you're introduced to your character, who is Arthur Morgan who is a member of uh, Dutch's gang, who are the gang that you were uh, get revenge on in Red Dead Redemption 1 as John Marston. So this is obviously a prequel to that. Uh, yeah, the first hour and a half of the game, you don't do much. It's pretty much plot set up, um, but very good looking plot set up mm. uh, to get you from point A to point B. And it gets you to know the characters because these characters are deeper than the average rockstar game i'd say and there's more of them you are in uh like a traveling convoy so you have uh dutch's gang who are most of the men in the group but there's also women and children with them as well so you're as a you're traveling as a convoy uh escaping a town where something has happened looking for somewhere to set up camp and that's the like the whole of chapter one of their game is pretty much to go from a to b quite slowly and you start off in the snow and you work your way down through the mountains into the grassy areas, which you'd expect to see in a Red Dead, Redemp Red Dead Redemption game, and you set up camp, and that's when the game starts properly. Because hmm. uh, in Red Dead Redemption 1, as John Marston, it was very much you versus the world almost, not necessarily through your own choice, but it was you against everyone else, especially for the majority of the first part of the game before you uh, get back with your family. In this game, it's very different because you are part of this camp and this camp is full of people that you have to help look after mm. so the pace of the game is very different and not what you expect so there are like mundane tasks like chopping wood you have to go hunt meat for the uh, for the camp um things like just sit by the campfire and listen to people talk they all talk to you even if you don't interact with them people will start discussions with you so you feel like a part of this little community that's sort of hidden away in a forest um you'll take some of the ladies into town to go and do like prostitutey things and then go thieving because they want to nick stuff to go take back to the camp the camp has its own little uh, money box that you can donate as much 
or as little as you'd like from the things you do in the rest of the open world. So you could donate money to buy defenses or uh, food or like uh, medicine for the rest of the camp. You could upgrade the camp as far as buying creature comforts for it and making things more accessible to everyone. So you feel part of this, this group and all of the characters in the camp, uh, they all seem to have their own set of missions almost with them. So you will get to know all of these people and, and they will, their character will grow along with your understanding of Arthur Morgan and who he is as well within this group. So like the core gameplay of where I've got so far has been a lot slower paced than you'd expect out of a Rockstar game. And I like it for that. Mm. Um, where do you go next? Right. I've talked about the world itself and uh, how it looks beautiful, but like you know from a, like from a Grand Theft Auto game, how much detail Rockstar pack into into their worlds, and this one is no exception. I mean, this I haven't uncovered anything like the entire map yet, and it feels absolutely massive and you, you're going from it's one of those you see the mountain you could ride your horse up there uh anywhere you go you can almost you can ride on your horse which does take time i've heard people complain about the amount of time it can take from travel to a to b because there's no fast travel unlockable from the start and yeah it could take you 10 to 15 minutes to get from point a to point b but you know things happen from point a to point b so you might have to deal with that as well it's it's a very emergent world where so many little things happen all of the time uh that it, it's really hard to describe i mean to be honest i could do with benier as well i could i could do a talk to him about some of his uh, things that have happened to him while playing the game um i've heard a lot of people complain about the controls and the feel of the game mm. and i can see some of the points on it because there are a lot of controls in this game there are a lot of buttons that do a lot of things and some of them aren't standard. You know how a lot of games now, all the control systems are pretty much identical. You could pick up game A, play it. You could yeah. pick up game B and play like, it. A is jump or X is jump. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. This isn't quite like that. There are some things that are unusual or a little bit fiddly or holding down some of the shoulder buttons and going through some of the weapons wheels and item wheels can be a little bit fiddly. There's controls and things that you can do that the game so far doesn't even seem to tell you that you might come across by accident um for instance like if you press i think it's l1 yeah you'll just shoot a gun if you're holding a gun uh which can cause a problem if you're in a town because you might think i need to press a different button you might accidentally press l1 you'll shoot someone and then shit breaks loose and yeah, that is a bit shitty, but all you have to remember is there's also a button to put your gun away. So put your gun away, then you won't do it. So there's a set of controls for when you're armed or when you're not armed almost. And you have to, it takes a while to learn all of the different controls in the game. When you do, I think it works really, really well for the most part. Yeah. But I think a lot of people's complaints are because it, it isn't really just pick up and play. There is a lot to learn in this game and the game doesn't necessarily tell you everything straight away. Um, I've only scratched the surface, but I'm spending most of my time just, I've done a few missions. I'm still on chapter two, which is nowhere. And, but I'm spending my time just, just learning to hunt and gather stuff 
for the camp because I'm living a cowboy life of just yeah supply supplying stuff for my people and then just going out into the world and seeing what I find and there's just there's so much to explore here that it, it is almost overwhelming and I might have a couple of days just hunting and whatnot and just getting stuff and selling things at shops and what and I think oh I'll just have a I'll just have a day off and the following day I'll just go go and play a couple of games of dominoes or poker and I'll find the hotel have a bath and spend a night in a cushy room just because I can because <laughs> yeah. it feels like feels like I need a day off being Arthur Morgan so yeah. I'll rather than stopping the game and playing it the next day I'll have a day I'll have an in-game day off as my main character just relaxing yeah I then get back to cowboy work the next day um yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard that you can, the level of detail is like, you know, your own nourishment and your own, like, cleanliness and hygiene yeah. comes into it and, and all that kind of stuff, you know. The, the level of detail is astonishing. Uh, with the first game, again, you, you obviously you've got your horse, you name your horse, your horse has got stats, you've got stats, you've got to refill these stats with food and grooming and also, you know, you build a bond with your horse, your horse gets better, you get better. There, there are some there's some proper little RPG elements in this in this game, and it's wrapped in a humongous. I, I, it's hard to talk to, hard hard for me to describe because I don't think I've scratched it yet at all. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like but, I I because you've played The Witcher three, so yeah, but I don't. It's almost like they're they're similar because they're open world games, but they're totally different in terms of absolutely completely you know. different. But I'm 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 tempted to ask like how does it compare to The Witcher in terms of its I don't know the size of its world the uh, you know because you well I suppose the only thing that that share that games share in common is that you you know you ride a horse around yeah <laughs> size of the world it's it's, it's kind of, I've I've not I've not unlocked probably two thirds of the map at least but I went from one point to another point and it took me it took me. 20 minutes of riding and uh, I looked on the map and I thought crikey is that all I've gone and the amount of changes in landscape which feel like real because you're traveling so far between between points it feels like yeah I am actually going up into a mountain or yeah this forest has different types of trees because I've traveled long enough for there to be a change in the flora of this area mm. it's it, it's absolutely massive it's but it never feels empty. There's little towns that are just like your little ramshackle Western towns with little saloon bars and that. There's, I just went off in one direction, came across one where it's all brick buildings and there's stagecoaches and all sorts of stuff in it. Felt felt like an emerging sort of city, um, as much as you could have a city back in the late 1890s, where it was. So it, it, the whole idea is that the, the, you know this this game's supposed to be about the end of the Wild West or the start of the end of the Wild Western. You know, civilization coming in and the law being formed properly and it feels like there's two or three different worlds in this game that are colliding and you can see where they overlap in each other and it's causing issues it's yeah i i think it could be an absolute masterpiece wow if i'm honest but i need to i need to delve more into it but it's divisive in a way that I think GTA can't be because GTA does kind of appeal to more of a mass market. I mean, everyone was, a lot of people were hyped for Red Dead, but it, 
it doesn't hold your hand and that's the weird thing it, I mean, it got me really it really does not hold your hand at all we've spent years moaning about games holding our hands too much not giving us enough freedom uh and then this doesn't hold your hand and people moan for the exact opposite reason and i think that there'll be people who don't get on with it because of the controls they might feel it's too slow or too sluggish or too complicated or it doesn't tell you anything but it's all those things that i kind of like that it can be hectic but it can also be almost sedate this game just just wandering around just being a cowboy hmm. in a way that i don't think the first game ever quite managed even even this far in i don't think the first game managed that feeling of just wandering the land and doing stuff i i don't think the first game managed anything like what the second one has it's it's kind of blown me away in some respects wow uh i have watched some videos on it and uh it does look amazing i have to say you know the let like you said the level of detail and uh <coughs> just what they've packed into it is incredible um, i don't get how it runs on a ps4 i really don't i don't get it what on i don't know you'd expect a you'd expect like a smaller game like an uncharted to look that good because you know you've got all your resource into a, a fairly linear thing this is just fucking massive and it just looks it, it's fucking breathtaking i mean obviously money money talks but god fucking damn it yeah oh yeah see listening to you <laughs> it just sounds really good but uh I'll i don't be... know if you'd like it if you didn't like the first one i don't know if you'd like the second one because it's even some of the things you didn't like about the first one are, are like multiplied in this but that's the kind of stuff that i liked from the first one yeah yeah yeah, and there's the online to come as well. Which you, oh God, I you know, I forgot that even existed as a thing. Yeah, mental. Which I mean, like I said earlier on about kind of trying, yeah, you know, it's apples and oranges, I suppose, when you compare Rockstar to Naughty Dog. But at the same time, um, when their games come out, they they're events, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. So I mean, yeah, I mean Naughty, uh, Naughty Dog. It is Naughty Dog. Yeah, Naughty Dog. Yeah. They do. Yeah, they do for story driven you know, fairly linear games, uh, you know, what Rockstar do for massive sprawling open worlds. You know, they both write, both companies write excellent characters. They they have excellent voice acting. Everything's just produced fucking superbly. Yeah, they're, uh, they're both pretty special. Mm. Uh, and we're very lucky to have them. It's, a, it's, a, it's fantastic to, you know, time to play games and everything. It's just, I think this year has been really, really good. Um mm personally speaking but uh saying that i say I'm, I'm playing sort of like games that came out last year and you know but um it doesn't really matter does it you can play I know, a lot of people, I, don't, I don't like people say all oh, this gen's been rubbish if it, I mean, it can't be that bloody rubbish because i've got such a i've got a massive backlog of games in the last four or five years i don't want to not play any of them but yeah there's been too many good games to play and if there's too many good games to play there's nothing to moan about yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and it seemed to be interesting as well because obviously Red Dead, uh, sorry, uh, GTA Five came out towards the tail end of the the last gen. That do you think there'll be a, if it's as good looking as it is now, there'll be a, a Red Dead Two remastered or whatever uh, on the next mm. generation of consoles? Surprise me. Well, I don't know because it, apparently on the on the X it is native four K, isn't it? supposed to be yeah 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 i mean apparently their hdr's a lie and apparently they're going to patch that in properly um i suppose you could up res it i mean i can't 
imagine how you'd cram loads more detail into the world. Mm. Well, it, it'll come out on Graphic, PC. graphics wise eventually, I guess. So, but um, but yeah, wow, awesome. Um, have you got anything else? I think that's me done. The, the, I've had played plenty of other stuff, but these this is just what popped into my head. To be yeah. honest, the cool. stuff I could remember. We've been rattling on for fucking two and a half hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, right. So, uh, we'll come back for some shout outs. Will we? I think so. Shall we? Do we, we do that? I don't know. Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. We don't want to kill any of you, but trust me, we will. Wake them up a little. This whole thing is pretty much done. We're more ghosts than people. You have got to keep faith. They will not crush us. Good old Dutch. My best friend. You know how we met? A pair of hucksters trying to rob each other. Back in 78 or thereabouts. You have to love yourself a fire. It's one of the blessings. Sure, we can have fire. And we can have the knowledge of fire. But with that comes the knowledge of Gentlemen, this is a robbery. Sons of Dutch. Makes us brothers. Sometimes, brothers make mistakes. You'll never change. I know that. All of you venerate savagery. And you will die savagely. Stay strong. Stay with me. You have to love yourself afar. Product not yet rated. Right. We've got some shout-outs, have we? Have you got any shout-outs? Well, um, uh, you go first. I'll see if I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably my best. Um, right then, let's let's just have a quick look. I, I, to be honest, I listen to a lot of uh, sports uh, podcasts these days, which uh, I, I've kind of moved away from gaming ones. I must admit, but uh, anyway, Attaboy Clarence um, is always good. There hasn't been a, I think there might have been a Shadows whilst we were away, but I think we do one soon. I think there, yeah. there might have been one with you another one soon. Yeah, um, but anyway, Attaboy Clarence is always really entertaining. And there's a new one out today, as it turns out. So so that's uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, I think that's about it, podcast-wise. Um, 
<laughs> I still listen to Flintoff Savage and the Ping Pong Guy. I mentioned them last time. I've caught yeah. up with all there, so, so I, I really like them. Uh, and I'm sort of like listening to them as they come out now, which is good. Uh, obviously, 60 Minutes with um, Dave's been off on his adventures. Uh, he's been around America, watching lots of American football, uh, sort of like living out his one of his lifelong dreams to do that. Uh, so he went to Pittsburgh and watched his beloved Pittsburgh Steelers play, uh, went and stayed, get this, in the house of the woman who played the lead character in uh, the 1985 film Day of the Dead, um, directed by George Romero, which I have to say is completely um, freaky. It's just to think that, you know, because Dave interviewed her, Laurie Cardiel, her name is. Uh, and then on the back of that conversation, conversation that was a podcast, he then basically arranged to stay with her uh, and her and her husband went to Are you watch sure it. she knew about it or was Dave just hiding <laughs> under the bed? I think he's just stalking her. Uh, yeah. Went and watched an American football game, stayed at her house for a day or two. And also she took him to the mall that was in uh, Dawn of the Dead, the, the 70s version, which is crazy because that's one of Dave's, if not Dave's favorite yeah. films of all time. Um, that means so, he's had a shit in a famous person's bathroom. I know. It's a, it's well, a, and, he, and he has had a shit as well because he sent us a message saying that he has had a shit in her house. So, um, so yeah, he, he went away to America for, I think it was about 10 days or so, uh, just traveling across America. And he met Jerry from Bad Cop, Bad Cop and spent some yeah, time yeah. with him. Uh, so that was awesome. So, yeah. Um, but, yes, shout outs to Dave and Tina. Um, and uh, so one, one day I'll speak to Dave. One day. Well, I was tempted to invite him tonight, but I thought, well, we'll just we'll get back on the horse. No, oh, yeah, not tonight. Fuck him tonight. But I mean, in the future. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so he said a bit for that. So, yeah. That's um, cool. But no, I suppose my biggest shout out is to to you to say Hello. thank you for coming back. And uh, hopefully we, we, you know, we'll do one next month. Uh, and we will get yeah, back I'll into. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be every six months. Um, so no, it's See a... you in April. <laughs> Have a nice Christmas, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so no, it'd be nice to do one before Christmas, uh, and then yeah. just do one once a month, like we originally intended to do. But as I said, life and everything else just got in the way a little bit. So uh, thank you to everybody on Twitter who I have rejoined Twitter actually, despite everything I said last time. Um, very you know, say I'm not on it all the time, but um, I do. I've got it back on my phone and uh, I've had loads of lovely messages off people, uh, people who've been asking when we're coming back. So hopefully they're not too disappointed. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure is uh, within the first few minutes there. Ben's not here. OK, let's delete that podcast. Um, yeah. But no, I'm sure yeah, if you stuck with us till the end, thank you. And uh, thank, you. thank you for all the messages, uh, which was really nice to read. So. Yeah, um, but that's about it, I think. Uh, thank you to everybody who buys stuff off me on eBay. You've helped me to buy a PlayStation, <laughs> <laughs> which I've loved. So thank you. Uh, but no, that's it. Um, there you go. Thank you. Have you got anything else you want to add? Oh, I'll, obviously, I'll thank you for, you know, after months of me constantly badgering you, you finally getting off your ass and having a podcast. But no. <laughs> Online, no, but no, thanks to you for yeah, getting this arranged. You know, whether it was every month, we'll find out, but if not, you know, 
hey, they got another episode. Hopefully, you know, managed to shake off a bit of the ring rust because we haven't done this for a while. Um, and yeah, it'd be nice to get one in before Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Well, as I said, considering we haven't really, well, we haven't spoke since the last time we did a podcast. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is like... only the second time we've spoke in a year. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, like uh, third time because third oh, time. I, I can't fucking count. So third yeah. time we spoke in a year. But, yeah. but even so, we've we say we've been chatting for nearly three hours, which is good. Yeah. So that's a, that's good. It's a good sign that we haven't lost it. Hopefully. So. And if we manage to get that fucking little slippery sex weasel on next time as well. Fingers crossed. Uh, mm. that ben did say that he was going to uh, join us, but uh, he has, he, he's had a few things going on on his plate. Uh, but it would be nice uh, for him to pop along next time. And um, yeah, there you go. So and I'm sure. I, I hope, sorry. I hope anyone who listens, you know, I hope they enjoy it. I hope they remember us that we are. Uh, we like to talk shit. I'm sure they they will. <laughs> I'm sure they will enjoy it. So, anyway, um, you, you can check us out at sixtyminuteswith.co.uk. This is the thing. See, um, Dave has very kindly he created a tab for us for our own podcast, and also he went did, to all that time he? and tro- yeah. So if you go to the sixtyminuteswith.co.uk website, uh, he created a, a there's a tab for podcasts. And he asked me about this. He said, um, do you want me to do it? And I said, well, because we'd only done one show, I think, at the time. Let us, let us, <laughs> let us, get, <laughs> let us get a few under our belt. Yeah, and let's then... get 10 or 20 under our belt first. Yeah, let's just get a, a little bit of a catalogue or a library. So, And then when he created it, we'd only done two fucking shows. So <laughs> well, at least <laughs> there's another one to add to that tab. Uh, and also, he went to all that time and trouble to get Doug Cockle to record something for our first episode. Uh, and, and then we disappeared. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. April 2018, May 2018. Yeah, November. That'll be the next one. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, people know us. We've got lives and other things that are happening. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. 60minutesweed.co.uk for everything, reviews, competitions. There's all, it's a competition one or two competitions at least once a week for a dvd or a blu-ray or something um so check them out on twitter uh at 60 minutes with um i like i said i'm on twitter at dastardly jabby i think you, you you're still on there aren't you on ape, ape i think veterans. yeah i am but you know i i you're as likely to find me at a fucking vegan convention than you are at twitter at the moment <laughs> what is this sorry sorry what's this fucking thing with vegans I have no idea what thing. All of a sudden, it's a thing that's popular, and everywhere's just vegan. What What's going to happen? What's going to happen when you can't get when I can't get me meat? Everywhere's vegan now. <laughs> uh... You ask for a hamburger, and you start getting people. I'm actually walking down the road, and there's people sneering at me because I, I dare to put my teeth inside the flesh of another living creature. Hmm. I, I have no idea, but I um, well, I still like my meat. Yeah, uh, good. You'll be pleased to know I, I'm not going vegetarian. I tried it once for a year or so, and then I had a bacon sandwich, and it was fucking awesome. Bunch of fucking parsnip masturbating cunts. <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next month. Oh, my God. <laughs> 100% sir. yes. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Let, now, hound us. Make sure you hound us, uh, but you know, with next month, definitely. Yeah, there you go.
with Christmas right. things. Yeah. Don't know what we're going to do, but we'll do something. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye.